What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to another episode of the Smart Out Moment Smack Talk Podcast. Uh, we got a little bit of a different setup here today. If you're watching us on YouTube, if you're on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or anything else like that, you're just getting the audio. But we have a tier list that we're going to be doing today, and that means that it's actually video. So I recommend everybody going over to the YouTube channel and checking that out. More on that in a bit. Uh, who are we? Who's going to do this? What are we going to do? Well, I'll break all that down in a second here. I am your host as always, Tony Mango. Joining me, as always, you should know them by now, Robert D. Felice. Hey, hey. And Callum Wiggins. Tony, the screen's moving. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, no, it's not just a static image for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so you should see on the screen right now, at least on YouTube, uh, that we have a tier list up here that Callum had made. Oh, look at these little gears spin. Uh, didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> figuring this out on the fly. Uh, we are going to tap into that whole standard ranking system type thing that people do. We've got our own little ranking system going on here, and we are going to rank the women's division and the men's division that are currently on the roster right now. It says uh, May 2020, that's when Calum originally had made this, and you know we had to wait a couple weeks to actually record it, but it's the June 2020 roster, and we are just basically going to go through here. We're going to do it Mount Rushmore style, where we will sort of debate where they need to go and we need to come with some sort of consensus. So it's, you know, two votes against one kind of a thing. If somebody's like, Hey, I want Carmela in above average and two other people want her in middle of the road. She's going in there. So I want so forth like that. Uh, as I said, we're going to split this up in two. So there's going to be two videos. Uh, I'm not entirely sure yet if I'm going to have one audio, probably just one audio. And, um, you'll know, of course, by now already, cause you'll be clicking on just one or two or whatever the case may be. But as uh, I normally do, I recommend you checking this out on YouTube instead of on the Spotify, Stitcher, Apple podcast feeds, whatever it is. Uh, that way you can actually see the video itself and all that. But by all means, if you can't understand and thank you for listening to us, wherever you're listening to us. But if you are on YouTube right now, hit that little subscribe button, ring that little notification bell as well, and hit the like button on the video. Drop a comment below. Tell us your thoughts on where we rank all these men and women and where you would rank them and all the other kind of things you want to talk about. So I guess let's just, uh, let's just get started. I guess, um, this is the setup that Calamus made for us. We got the goats and we got other animals. No, <laughs> it'd be great if it was just like, you know, the goats, the beavers, the, you know, hedgehogs, whatever the Brahma bulls. Yeah. <laughs> if we have the bulls, we have a lot of different options. <laughs> Rock and Paul Dempsey and, you know, going on and on. Uh, so anything we need to know about this whole setup, Callum, that uh, you want to specify? Well, essentially what we're going to try and do is when it comes to things like the goats and main eventers to try and be a little bit selective in who we put in those positions, because we're going to have a lot of names going through for both rosters. We want to try and limit the amount of people that will be there. So we can only have a maximum of five goats, which are kind of like your franchise players in the company. Uh, main eventers will try and limit to around about 10, but maybe a, a bit more, a bit less, depending on the circumstances. They're people that you kind of slot into the main event that work around the franchise players. Then you have your above average, middle of the road, and below par. They're kind of your they're kind of like your your middle ground, your mid-card, the ones that will be competing mainly for like your United States, your Intercontinental titles, your tag team divisions, that sort of thing. Jobber status is obviously jobbers. Drizzling shit... Just because uh, <laughs> that's kind of like a phrase that has kind of stuck stuck around the small cow moment uh, vernacular. I thought that that would be for people that we don't think are kind of 
ready to be in sort of like a main roster position, either in like NXT or anything like that, or people that we feel not so much should be released, but need more training and don't really fit into our structure of what we would do for WWE if we were in control. And we have a no opinions here at the bottom as well for people that, because we try to, <laughs> it's all right, she'll get there. And it's just, um, the no opinion slot is just for people that, because we try to be very exhaustive. So we've included people from NXT UK and people from the Performance Center who we may not be totally familiar with or haven't seen a lot of on the main roster or on NXT. So we may not have an opinion on them and we don't feel it's fair to put them in any kind of status when we don't really, they, we haven't seen what they can really do yet. Right. But that's and that, kind of like a breakdown of it. As you can see here, it's not every single person because there are a lot of people that really would just fit in the no opinion. Like, yeah, uh, Sari, she literally hasn't even come over to the United States. So how do we rank her? I don't even know what she looks like. So they don't have pictures for her and some of the other people too, like Rita Reyes or Reyes or uh, whatever. She's been just in the crowd for NXT uh, talent and so on and so forth. So it's, you know, it's most of the people here. And then for the men's roster that we have over here, that's you know, a pretty exhaustive list in that side. Uh, if you want to do this list on your own, by the way, uh, the list is, you know, WWE female roster 2020 update, whatever like that. You, you can, can find it from, yeah, there will be a link. So Callum's got his uh, thing on there and you could always do the thing. So you change background color, presentation mode, all that stuff. This is the way that we're going to do this because I think it looks kind of the nicest. Probably has the best uh, on the screen right now. Speaking of on the screen right now, I'm going to move this over. There you go. <laughs> that's something I didn't calculate. So that's uh, how we record things. Some things. Um how do you guys want to start? Do you want to start with uh, going individuals like this, or do you want to just throw some random people out there? Like, oh, I think that so-and-so should go here, and this person should go there. Like, like I will say, for instance, this is uh, Danny Jordan, I think her name is? Or Danny, Danny Luna. Danny, Danny Luna. I got no opinion on her. I don't even know who that is. Uh, she's an NXT UK uh, superstar. Yeah, she has wrestled like three times. She's basically been a jobber. I don't. I can't tell you a single move that she does. She's well, like, if, we're, if we're starting with benchmarks, uh, I, I would have to say Charlotte Flair has to be in the goat position. I pretty much would agree. Yeah, I, I think that that's like a pretty a pretty fixed one. I, again, it's like the idea of, especially nowadays, the discussion is about how she's so such a fixture on TV and she's constantly shoved down everyone's throats. But yeah, she's she's. She's somebody that you would build a company around. And by the way, everybody, when we do this, like just because Charlotte's up here and Danny's up there, uh, it doesn't mean that they'll stay there because we might shift no. them around depending on what we do that. So for anyone that goes, no, 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 why you put the person there? We might swing each other around a little bit. And also this is only like, this is again, like, how we would structure the company based on what we've seen and what we know about these people as professional wrestlers. It has no, no bearing on them in terms of like their actual personality and anything like that. It's just, just a bit of fun. Yeah. Just before we get those sort of comments. Um, in the terms of like the way that the people are listed, they're listed in alphabetical order. So if we want to... Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, but if we want to just like bounce it around, just like from pe people, uh, from person to person, like just if you want to just pick certain people out, like, I, I mean, I would say that a, another person that would fit into the Go category just immediately, I know I wouldn't like pack that section up completely, but I think Becky needs to go in there. Yeah. I would be willing to potentially move her into main eventer at some point, but I think putting her in a goat for right now at least yeah. makes a lot of sense. 
Uh, I would rule uh, out a couple no opinion type people just to get them okay. like to whittle down the list. Like to me, Karen well, Q, for instance. Yeah, Karen, yeah. I mean, I, I got, I've seen her like have the she's one done match some stuff in Ring of Honor, hasn't she? Yeah, and I've seen her. She she had that uh, one match with um, I'm trying to remember who it was with, but in um, the one in the Mae Young Classic, which I thought was really good, but I, I haven't seen enough of her recently to to make a judgment. Yeah, I've seen like maybe like three matches of her and. I wouldn't feel comfortable putting her in any kind of like high spot because I didn't. I don't remember loving anything that she's seen, but it seems kind of mean to be like, "Oh, put her on dressing shits," because it's like, well, I've seen like two matches of her, so. I would. Uh, I would add uh, Indy Hartwell to that no opinion yeah. list as well. I would as well. I've seen what two matches of her. I think. Uh, yeah. I would say though, Catalina, she can't be no opinion. She's drizzling shits. I, I think that's harsh because she was put into a really <laughs> she difficult had two position. Matches, don't yeah, she she only but just they signed were with the company. Awful. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but she was only just signed to the company. I'm not saying she she shouldn't have an opinion at the moment. I think right now, jobber status. Probably, yeah, probably jobber status right now. Just just because I don't I don't know enough about her. I know that the matches he has had are bad, have been bad, but I don't like that to be a reflection of her because she was wearing first of all she was wearing a mask and now she's not wearing a mask so she's she's pretty no, she's, much a different character she's still wearing a mask but she's not in this picture i'm not in this picture but... for some reason this picture is this uh from the performance center page i'm yeah. pretty sure this picture she's not wearing a mask and she wasn't wearing a mask with the eric and ivar viking prophets all segment and stuff but if you check out the crowd in nxt when they're doing the whole like performance center group she she's wears her masks so uh... But yeah, I, I'm not putting her in just like shifts, but I do appreciate Tony carrying over that uh, ongoing thing from the end of the year awards. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you want, if you want to start, if you want to start doing like filling that section out now, we can just move Nia Jax into that now. I mean, you know, he okay. Here's the thing with Nia. She obviously we can't put her in driver status because we've seen a lot of her, but she does not have a great track record right now, and I struggle not to put her in the drizzling shifts. I would lean more towards below par for her, but she's definitely a contender. (laughs) Well, I you leave her in below par for now, but I would just yeah, I would I would I would put the the caveat in the idea of like if you were running the WWE and you had somebody who had a pretty extensive track record of injuring your other superstars and also yeah isn't particularly like dynamic in the ring or anything like that, then. I, I, I'm just going to put that out there as like, she went up in there, trust me. <laughs> Who's the person next to uh, Jessamyn Duke? Where is Jessamyn Duke? Do, 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 uh, that's, um, oh, that's Jesse Camilla. Jesse Camilla? Oh. I like Jesse Camilla. I wouldn't obviously put her like some goat or anything like that, but I feel like she has proven herself to be middle of the road. I don't think like enough for her. But yeah, I, I mean, she, she I has that, like, um, I like. I've been on classic stuff, but that's been a while. She has, like, that um, girl next door kind of gimmick, doesn't she? Of, like, like it's it's like it's kind of like a bit of a, I don't say nerdy character, but she wears glasses and, like, quite big glasses to the ring and stuff like that, doesn't she? Or she has, she had she that. She had in the past. And then she had just a regular girl gimmick, and then she tried a little bit more of, like, a bitchier character type of thing. But, She's mostly since she's just been developmental. She's mostly just kind of been Jesse, so she hasn't had super great character. But the biggest character she's had that stood out was like that nerdy type of girl, and I liked that quite a bit. I was like, oh, this is better Bailey at a certain point. 
Yeah, if she goes back to that, I'd feel more comfortable saying, you know, middle of the road or something. But right now, I can't say I have an opinion. I, I would, yeah, and at the moment, I'd be like, no opinion. I'd put her below pole just because I think she lacks character from what I've seen of her so far. Let's but go with her in like. Go let's go, go with go no opinion now. since she is bouncing around quite a bit. Yeah, uh, uh, I would say Marina Shafir below par at the highest. I am not a fan of Marina Shafir. I'm I'm very tempted to put both Marina Shafir and Jasmine Duke into the drizzling shit just because. I mean, they've been with the company how many years now, and they've got name value to them, and so, so and they true. still won't use them, and they won't use them on TV. They must be something really wrong with their wrestling ability if they can't, if they don't feel comfortable putting them into even a tag team on the NXT. Yeah, right now, uh, Duke is relegated to just being in the crowd, and she's just cheering baby faces, building the heels, she's not doing anything. I mean, they they had a good position when they were Shayna Baszler's like, lackeys, yeah, yeah. heavy essentially. But that was all they were really good for. And now that Shayna Baszler's not there, they don't use them anymore. Yeah. So there must be something that's holding them back significantly. I haven't liked any of their work in the ring, so I'm comfortable putting them in drizzling shits. Uh, you want to go with one, Rob? Um, Isla Dawn's got to be Jobber, right? Who's that? Yeah, I think Isla Dawn fits. Isla Jobber. Dawn, Jobber. Yeah, she. Uh, I agree. She's been very underwhelming. She's not like I'm... bad, but she's she's only losing. Well, I I, I don't want to. I don't want to put that as like a credit to her, but I think she works well as a jobber. Is like she's from what I've seen, she's a decent seller, and you can get some sort of sympathy for, towards her as like a baby face jobber. Yeah. Even um, it's just a witchcraft thing. I, maybe she finds herself a little more, but you know, right now, jobber. Can I put someone who's like middle of the road for me, just so we can get like a benchmark for that? Okay. Naomi. I think that's a great benchmark for middle of the road. Middle of the road. I'd actually put her above average. I just, I don't think she's good enough as a wrestler to be above average. I think she's and rock solid. Like uh, she's solid. She's solid. rock solid. She's middle of the road. <laughs> I but I like I would lean more towards for instance I'm gonna just put her here for the time frame and might move her down uh I, like I would put Naomi there and for middle of the road I'd put somebody like Caden Carter who like she hasn't improved dramatically yet for me but I've seen that she's she's got something but I feel like there's a big step up between the two of them. Okay. And I would uh, I wouldn't put Caden Carter on these. I think that she's good enough to be middle of the road. Yeah, okay, that's I, I would argument. agree with that. Yeah, that's a fair argument. Okay, so Naomi sits in the above average category. She she's someone who could sometimes put up to the main event level, but I don't think but she's she needs the main event or the ghost. Nah, there's there's a distinct difference between that kind of a thing. Um, I think. Let's hit a big future player. Let's talk Sonya Deville. Where would you put Sonya Deville right now? So see what. It's, it's kind of like the idea of right now. It's like, if, if I was in charge of WWE, she would be a main eventer for me. She'd at the very least be above average for me. She's definitely above yeah. average for me. I, I so. think that she's shown enough character to be... Because that was the one thing I thought was lacking, was the fact that she had didn't have as much character. But she's shown with the feud with Mandy Rose that she has a lot more of that available to her. So may, maybe leave her in above average for now, but I, w- I would probably I would she might get push for up. her to be a main eventer at some point. It, let's it try to get a, people we have there eventually. Let's try to get a main eventer here. I oh, think main event's me. Yeah, Shirai. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, you know, Io is either one of these two for me. I could see her being main eventer. Let's put her in there. She's main eventer. I think she, she her wrestling ability exceeds the fact that she can like do that sort of thing. That's someone who you would put with someone like a Charlotte or a Becky Lynch and just like have a great match for the championship. I think Bianca goes main eventer. Yeah, I, I would, would say main eventer as well. She she has been so unbelievably <laughs> underutilized. Ma- mainly because she's roster. spending all of her time on main event. You know, like- it's absurd. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I. Cannot put Bailey in goat. Never. I think sorry, she, Bailey. <laughs> I think she's main event. Main yeah, event. she's main eventer. Uh, I unfortunately I, I would, for Kavita Devi, I gotta put her in one of these. I I was gonna put her in Jobber just because I've seen her, but I I don't want to call her the drizzling shit. I saw her in a battle royal twice. Yeah, my, it's hard to put her in Jobber because she's huge. So it's like you don't really say to any like big jobbers, but. Yeah, I'd lean more towards drizzling shits at this point. Uh, so I you're, you're the. To, I haven't seen enough of her to judge that too much. Yeah. So where are I've you two leaning? Dr- Jobber? Classic and the Battle Royal, so. Jobber. J- Jobber, yeah. Um, middle of the weird... road, I'd. Oh, yeah. There's it's quite a lot of people to go through. It's just. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of who to go with next. Because I think that if we're looking at another go, I think Asuka is a go. I think she could very well be a goat. You know what? Yeah. Because I kind of just look at those three, and it's kind of like those are the three women of the WWE for me right now, at the very least. So if we're looking for other goats, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) Dana's middle of the road. I was gonna say, I was gonna say middle of the road too. She 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 would have been below par, but she stepped up her game in the past year. Yeah. Yeah, she she's do, she's do, I think she's doing really well. I, I'd almost like she's she's angling towards the upper above average just because she's got a very a likable personality that I didn't really see beforehand when she was obviously being the heel that was so obsessed with her muscles and stuff. Uh, uh, Aaliyah Jobber. Who? Uh, Aaliyah. Aaliyah's a jobber. Nah, I don't think she's a jobber. If it, if she's, I think... she, she can't be any higher than below par. I think she is below par or middle of the road, actually. I there's something about her that I still feel like at first I was like she's awful, just horrendous. But over these past two years or so, I'm like I can kinda see why they keep her around. Like Yeah, but they're not utilizing her beyond Jobber says. I don't feel comfortable. I mean, yeah, she is she is a jobber in NXT. She'll never it, it, it seems like she's been there so long that I don't think she'll ever not be a jobber in NXT. Which might mean good things for her on the main roster, but I would lean more towards below par. But if you two are voting jobber, then two to one, she goes jobber. Is that where uh, you guys uh, go? Leave it, leave her in below par for now. We'll, we'll do some, yeah, okay, we'll some skating up um, Really quick, everybody. By the way, the tag team champions and some of the titles haven't switched. Uh, they've, yeah, they're not in, like it was in my you know, doing that, but it's, it's more about the person. Yeah, it's for Rhea anybody Ripley who's wondering why. Uh, Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley, she should be main eventer, even though they yeah. keep fucking her up. Yeah, yeah, she's she's definitely shown that she has good a lot of potential as a main eventer. I would I would put well speaking of like the, the ones that do have a title belt on it, I would put Alexa Bliss into above average. Just yeah. for her talking ability. I think that's fair. I'd put her either main eventer or above average, but I I can't make the distinction that she is as good of a performer in some ways as like Bianca or something like that. Like she talking goat performing in the yeah. ring above average overall so main eventer. No, I, well in the ring, she's middle of the road. She's not, she's not above average in the ring. 
And I think she is in some ways. I think Diana's a better wrestler than she is. I wouldn't agree with that. But I, I, that's hard because I've been exposed more to Alexa. I mean, because I look at like, in terms of like the ring work of people like Kaylin Carter and Dana Brooke, and I look at Alexa Bliss and I just feel like there's not a significant difference between the two of them. Alexa's got more character and personality in her ring work, but it's still not, it's, it's, it's not any of, it's not, it doesn't match any of the four wrestlers above her. See, I put, that part of it is fair. I would put, for instance, if we were looking at those two, like with these, I would say Nikki goes middle of the road or uh, goes above average and that Alexis is a step up from her or that she gets put to middle of the road. I don't see them as completely equals. No, no I would... Nikki's showing more character. So I think she's getting on somewhere where she can be on the same spectrum as Bliss on opposite ends. Uh, I mean, I would be fine with like putting Nikki as a step below Alexa, but I don't think Alexa's main event. So that would mean that Nikki would be middle of the road. Let's keep them in the higher level yeah. for right now. Um, Let's look at a couple ones that are kind of like blah, like, uh, well, not blah, but like, we haven't seen anything enough of Scarlet really yet to say anything but no opinion, right? I mean, I, I've, I've seen enough of her in the Indies. Yeah, I've seen enough of her in the Indies and Impact to make an opinion. Yeah. And she's middle of the road. Been all around, yeah. I'll go with she's, the two of you with that because yeah, I haven't she, seen a single a, match of hers. She's a oh, decent wrestler. Well, I've well, seen one match with her in Nia Jax, but that doesn't really count. She's a tremendous character, and you know, as we go along, she'll find herself higher on the list just because of her talking ability. But right now, she's been all around. I would say Nina Samuels goes in drizzling shits or jobber. I could not for the life of me figure out who that was. I'm glad you said the name. I'm. <laughs> I, I I would put her in a, uh, like my initial reaction. I've seen some of her work in NXT UK is to say the drizzling shit. She just doesn't have a lot of personality. Tony yeah. drizzling shit. I I'm willing to potentially bump her up at some I point, but for any of her. So for now, she goes in there. Shit, she's drizzling shit. She's not awful, but she's just there's nothing to her. Like if she got released, I wouldn't remember that she was on the roster by next year. That kind of thing, and I want her to change because she seems like she could have some personality, but. She's done nothing. Uh, can we put Tamina in uh, Drizzling Shits? Yes, please do that. Okay, let's <laughs> just get that out of the way. Uh, um, just look at some of the names, because some of the names are like, a lot of these I think would fit into like the, the middle pack. So I, I'd put uh, Billy Kane below par and Peyton Royce in the middle of the road. I think I'd agree with that. That's fair. Billy's the worst wrestler of the two of them. Easily, but Billy's got the worst everything compared to the two. <laughs> There's like not as good of a personality, I think, in some ways. Some ways, she's a little bit better than with the whole like you got to be joking me kind of thing. You got to be joking me. I love that. Uh, let's see who should we move around. I think Zia Lee should go below par, middle of the road, that kind of thing. She's not above average she's yet, good. but I think... she, she's pretty good. I think she's middle of the road. Middle of the I, road. Now, I want to say the same thing for Casey Catanzaro. Like, if there was a, t- a tier for uber potential she's in that tier but i'll say middle of the road right now yeah i, I, I mean i put casey there for like her current her current level she's someone who i would if i was in charge i would be pivot towards the upper above average and main event eventually yeah but I right agree. now she'd be middle of the road like earning her dues that type of thing what about natty does she go and goat or does she go in main event because she, she she fluctuates she, like a like oh yeah, nobody I mean, she, else she, she, she's she, all she, over she the could place. be any of these ones at any point but i think that 
I, I don't know whether I'd even put her as main eventer because she's got so she's got such little charisma. Mm-hmm. She's high above average, then at least. Oh, yeah, I mean, she's above average just based on her pure wrestling ability and her longevity. But I just I can't put her as main event. I would never if if it, like again if I was in charge of the company to have with this level of potential in front of me, I would not put position her as a main eventer. She's weird because she's like whenever I do the call of the spot. If Natty's on the list, she almost always gets into the Hall of Fame spot if that's one of the options. Because I just go, well, yeah, she could go into the Hall of Fame. But it's like the Hall of Fame spot is almost kind of like write them off and retire them. Because mm. I don't want to see her as main eventer. Like, yeah, which is yeah, it's just the idea of like you wouldn't build a company around Natalia. But she's a good hand to have yeah. at, at a certain level. She's a she's a good hand. If you took Natalia in the ring and her experience and all that, and you mix that with like Billy Kay's personality, for instance, then she, then she's up at the top. But well, can we talk about someone who hasn't been utilized enough and should I would put in the main event slot, Mickey James? I almost. I was going to say goat. Be made for her for goat. I was going to say goat. I don't think again. I just don't think you build a company around Mickey James. Um, uh, Mickey James, but you use her to elevate the people that are you do build the company around. I feel like right now you don't, but if you go through the whole expansion of her career, she's she's gotta be goat. Just from like I mean, how it, it's it's, good it's, she's it's much like when when I when I use the phrase goats, it's kinda of like it's it's not so much to emphasize the fact of their entire longevity of the career and where they're supposed to go. It's based on if you You're think that they're franchise. Yeah, they're the franchise players of the company. That's your John Cena's, that's your Rocks, that's your Steve Austin's. If you're talking like 2020 Mickey, yeah, she wouldn't be somebody to build around. But and that's she where Mickey. she's main eventer at least. Yeah, I think main. I, I would use her as main eventer definitely. Yeah, but I just wouldn't build her as the franchise player. Lana is below par and getting towards drizzling shit. So like at this point, I'd probably go drizzling shit's jobber. I, I think she's she's got some worth what worth to even if she has been like really annoying but i'd put her as a job of status really she could be an entertaining heel jobber that gets beaten up all the time by the, the baby faces and cries about it uh on the opposite end of that spectrum for baby face jobber i'm gonna go zyra brookside yeah you know i'd go middle of the I'd go road. jobber middle of the i haven't road. seen a lot of what she I've seen of her, she is jobbing, so that's why I said that. But I mean, I mean, she... I, actually, I'd put her, I'd put her below par because she's kind of like a slightly worse Casey Canzaro in terms of potential. All right, that's fair. I I can agree with below par. If we're kind of balancing between jobber and middle of the road, below par seems like it makes sense. Yeah. Um, Kyrie, I'm interested in Kyrie's one. Kyrie. Main event. I, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go main event right now. I'd go above average. I feel like she's, she's, she's more on the par one with that's them. Been a bit lost in the shuffle out the three of the, the like yeah. the top Japanese women in the company. And uh, so, okay, yeah. well, if Oscar's the goat and Io's the main event, I'd put Kyrie in the above, above average. average. Yeah, because she's uh, she's damn good, but she's just all she's doing lately is getting injured by Nia Jax. So not her uh, fault, but in the Nia Jax, you know what? Just like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. We'll get there eventually. Um, I'm looking look at some other ones. Uh, Ruby, Ruby Riot's an interesting one because remember Ruby. we're talking about Ruby Riot. Who, if what if what we would do the company, not what the company's done with her, which is Jackal. I'd go middle of the road, above average. If you're talking what I would do with Ruby, she's definitely above average. Yeah, I mean, to me, to me it's between above average and main event because I just feel like she's got so much untapped potential. She's but I'd go above. So I'd go above average then. 
Let's go with that then. Yeah, um, I feel like she's good enough. For that. I mean, a lot of them will probably end up fitting into like the above average one because there are some just really good wrestlers here. It's hard to fit, but we'll end up like messing around in a little while. But and that bell curve like... stuff is is starting to fill out a little bit that yeah. way because it should be sort of low, higher, low kind of thing like that. So I mean, well, plenty of these I'm sure are going to go in like this kind of range. See, what what about Ember Moon? She's been disappointing to me. I'd put her middle of the road at this point. Yeah, I mean, it it, it kind of balances out the fact that she's she's showing a severe lack of personality mm-hmm. in her character. That so, totally sucks. But yeah, middle of the road. She should have been a freaking main eventer, but whatever. I think. Hmm, I'm trying to look at this one. I I think Lacey Evans is above average to me. I'd yeah. go above average too. Yeah. Which is odd because I think that by people like Ember Moon uh, below her is like she's a much better wrestler than Lacey Evans at this point in the game. But Lacey's got so much personality. Should we go Sasha main event or goat? It's, 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 it's hard. She's got to be uh, one of these two, right? She, I, I, uh, yeah, I think she is one of the goats of the main event. I just don't know which really. Cause... It's like. I would build, you can build around her and make an argument for GOAT, but also she's become such that, like, standard, like, B-plus kind of player. Which, it's just, like, looking at it now, like, if I had to make a judgment call between, okay, we're going to have a GOAT, another GOAT, but it's going to be either Sasha or Bailey, I'd actually lean towards Bailey over Sasha. I know that that might be, other people would disagree with that, but I I just just can't. as much as it's weird because it's like booked better, more entertaining. If you horrible, really... horrible last year, year that's been marred by the fact that she's been working with this one as a horrible kind of. What I think it's like it's how you want to judge it because I think Bailey has a more an actual personality and character than Sasha, but Sasha's better in the ring. See, you give me hugger and like. I can work with Bailey. I, I am so blah about her current heel persona. Right, let's throw out a few more um, before we like come back to that one. Let's throw out a few more just like middle of the road people. So middle of the road is Ginny. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I'd actually. She's, she's I mean, I I would even potentially put her as below par, and I tend to be defending Ginny a lot, but I. would I'd give it all the road. If you guys are willing to go that high, I'd, I'd put her that high. Well, well I she's mean, entertaining. I, I, I like her. I mean, she's better than who we're going to put in below par, which is uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, Raquel, where is she on here? Uh, yeah, she's below par. She's gotten better, like in a lot of ways, but she's below par. Yeah, I mean, let's say this way: like a, a couple of uh, like if we did this a couple of months before her run with Dakota Kai, she would probably be in the chopper or just dribbling shits right now. Oh, before she became Raquel Gonzalez, when she was Raina Gonzalez, she was full-blown drizzling shits. She was awful in the fucking Mae Young Classic. We've got a few interesting ones just being kind of like people that will probably... There's a person missing on this list. Where the hell is Tony Storm? Right here. In the bottom left, right there. Oh, I I couldn't see her. I was like... Tony Storm, I'd go one of these two. Franchise. Oh, yeah. I mean... I think main event at least. Main eventer. I, I think least. she's a go. I think WWE have missed a huge trick on her, not making her like a, a fixture part of the main roster. 
Yeah, they should have moved her to the American NXT. I would build a company around her. I I would potentially too, but how about we put her in here because we could always bump somebody up to there. We've got got five spaces there. We've got like the three main ones already settled in there. So, I mean, one that also could be a go potentially is Shayna Baszler. I was going to say, I don't see anybody on here that I would put at the GOAT level, except for potentially Shayna, but yeah. I would lean more towards Shayna being main eventer at this point, and then potentially bump her up. Yeah, we got, we'll have we'll have some choices in those in that front. Um, let's have a look at some of these other people. Live a, lot, a lot of these people are really good. Let's like, go with uh, Piper Niven. Let's see where she goes. I I think she's average. I think she's decent, but I don't think she's anything to be a main eventer at this point. I think above average is the highest I could go with for her. I'd go above average. I think she's got. She's she's a likable person and she's got some pretty good wrestling ability, so I'd put her there. Piper the one row. Uh, yeah. Chelsea Green, middle of the road. Yeah, middle of the road or below par for me. But so I can uh, see her being on par on par with uh, Jenny. I mean, if she if she starts hitting her finisher properly, properly, then she's <laughs> middle. <of the> road. <laughs> character wise, she even though she hasn't shown off exactly what her character is, she's got the potential to be above average or more. But she's been wrestling some pretty shitty matches, so I'd go middle of the road. Tegan I am not. I'm not a big Kaylee Ray fan. I think that middle of the road is the highest I can go with her. I, I like I, her. I, yeah, I, I kind of like her as well, but I'd put her... I'd, I'd say middle of the road probably would be a, a good fit for her at this point. All right, that's her. Um, T, you're saying Tegan's above average? Tegan Knox is above average. I just... I I don't know what she is. Like, I don't I don't know who Tegan Knox is. The, the things I know about Tegan Knox is that she's got come back from two serious leg injuries. And it's she's kind of, and she's and she's a big Kane fan. That's kind yeah. of really what I know about Tegan Knox. I'd go uh, above average or middle of the road, but I'd, I'd lean a little bit more towards well, above average in well, some ways. I, I'd put her middle of the road. I'd put Dakota Kai above average. Oh, that's a good so, point. Because I think Dakota's carrying the feud between those two. You know uh, what? I, uh, I think I might have to agree with that. Why do I keep hitting that one? Yeah, because she is. They're two very similar in the ring in some ways, but I kind of trust Dakota Kai more. And then, character-wise, Dakota Kai's got her far better. See, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on, and I agree with you guys on that. I'm sitting on Vega because in the ring we don't see much of her, but she's such a strong personality that I would almost build a promotion around her. I would say I think, Vega should be at least above average. Yeah, I, I would, I would agree with that. I think I've seen enough of her wrestling in like impact and other promotions that i know she's good in the ring but she's definitely she's got a force of nature as a personality so that's would would push her over the top i wouldn't I, goat her i don't think but i would be no. even potentially bump her up to main eventer i think right now i'd put her she's kind of like in a similar level to me as alexa bliss uh-huh so I'd, put, I'd put her there really right now i, I uh why have we put why haven't we put vanessa bourne in Below par or something. I, <laughs> Why is she? Sure? She has to go. I I'm a big I fan of her in, in the. Uh... I was gonna put her in drizzling because I, I don't get it. I think I think she can slightly work, but I wouldn't put. I mean, she's with she's a team with Aaliyah. Aaliyah's the more polished wrestler out of the two of them. She she has to be below Aaliyah, but I'd say jobber status probably. I'd go jobber. I'm a big fan of her potential, but she hasn't really gone that that far. But by the way, speaking of that. 
right now you can still vote for Vanessa Bourne in the Sexiest Superstars tournament. So go ahead and vote while you can. Vote her towards the top. She's very pretty. So <laughs> go to the page on smartcutmoment.com. In fact, let me show you what you should do here because I actually have a screen up. So we're going to go to smartcutmoment.com just so anybody doesn't go, hey, I don't know what the what, what the whole thing's about. So you load the page, sexy superstars tournament right over here. Because because you you need to know these things, everybody. Uh, you go over here. I've already voted. So look at that. Vote for uh, I don't know how to pronounce her name. The Quitsali, Kutsali, whatever her name is. Vote for her. You don't have to vote necessarily for Braun, but I wanted to use that picture really badly. <laughs> so you go ahead. You vote on there. I'm just going to show you a little bit of this while we're at it too. Because why not? We've got 113 responses right now. Lots of people voting lots of different things. So go ahead and vote on uh, this bracket. Look at this. Come on. Bumper up. Bumper up. And uh, that's a different type of tier list. So, yeah. Do that while you can. Poll's getting shut off on Friday. Uh, we have a couple people. Yeah. Uh, Carmella's an interesting one. I think she has proven herself to go from here to just be like, do, 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 do. Like, she just keeps going up. Definitely wouldn't goat her. But I'd rank her even above potentially average. main eventer, but above average at the lowest, potentially main eventer for me. Yeah, I, I go above average for now, but I think that she's she's got. She might a, even go a, middle of the road. No, I, I I think she's above middle of the road now. She might not be great in the ring, but she's got again so much personality. So at that point, if I'm saying main eventer, Rob saying middle of the road. And Callum saying above average, they should kind of balance it out to above average at yeah, that point. Yeah. But we, we might we might move them around again. Again, we only got a few more names, and then we'll start just like clearing the clean cleaning yeah. things up a little bit. Shotzi's an interesting one. She's got Shotzi, a lot of potential. I dig Shotzi. I think she's above average already. Yeah. 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 I think so as well. I hope she doesn't hurt herself for doing some of those stupid dives. Yeah. Don't do yeah. yeah. drop yeah. again, please. Thank you. What about Mercedes Martinez? Because we haven't really seen much of her. Good lord. I mean... What I've seen of her, she's above average. She... She could be a main eventer, but she, she is a, a little bit on the older side. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd put her above average for now. Again, we'll, again, we'll probably move some people, because there's a lot of people in the above average ring right now, and we'll probably just start scaling things down a little bit. Liv's an interesting one. Potential loaded to the gills. Middle but, of the road. Yeah. Middle of the road, yeah. I can't go higher than that, really. She just everybody that goes crazy over her. I don't see much of a of an actual explanation for why, other than that they think that she's hot. Yeah, I mean, we'll again we'll talk about the sexy superstars tournament eventually, and then she'll be yeah. much higher on this tier list than she ends up in this one. But right, and it's like she's trying with the character, and I don't know how much of that's going to shift and change now that you know certain people aren't in charge of Raw. But I, I don't know. Middle of the road has to be. Um, I'm so Santana tempted Garrett's to do a version top. of this where it's the sexy superstars tournament and do things like, whoop, like that kind of thing. And stuff. Santana Garrett is below par to me. From the matches that I've seen that she's had on NXT, she I mean, the she, she's not as good she's... as her experience would lead you to believe that, that she is. I'd go below par too. It's interesting because TNA Knockouts Champion, Knockouts Tag Champion, NWA Women's Champion. You'd think she's really good, but the matches that I've seen her have on NXT are almost the drizzling shit. Can I, can I ask? Are, are you mistaking Santana Garrett for Sarita? No, she was Brittany, wasn't she? She's Brittany. 
Was she a tag champion or an, a knockout champion? Wasn't she a champion in TNA? I thought I, I know she. I know she was Brittany, and but she was like Madison Rain's like lackey for a while. Wasn't Wait, she? no, 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 no. The other one, the one who's a trainer, is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, Sarita. Okay, my apologies. So uh, she was an NWA Women's Champion. I know I'm right on that at least. Okay. But yeah, you would definitely think uh, she'd be higher, but no, blow par at the most. Yeah, I I mean, again, if we're going sexy superstars tournament, bump her up a whole lot. Potential? She's got potential, but she really hasn't shown anything much since signing the WWE. But does she have potential? Like, after after seeing the matches she's had, I don't even know if I would say she has potential. No, I, I, I would say that somebody who has been around as long as she has, because I've, I've heard the name Santana Garrett for a while. And so the fact that she's got that much experience leads me to believe this is probably her ceiling. Which is why uh, I would leave her into like have names that have been around for a while and have her ceiling is high. right here. Uh, <laughs> I could do more right. visual and stupid jokes so that we actually yeah, have this going. Yeah. yeah, we're not doing this again. <laughs> uh, Candice LeRae, I'm going to say event. main event. Yeah. I'd go above average or main event, yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd, I, say, I'd say main event. Two for main event, one for above average. She goes uh, main event for now. She, she has the potential to be a GOAT, but main event right now, at least. So we only have two more, Mia Yim and Mandy Rose. So, uh, Mia Yim, better wrestler. Mandy Rose, better superstar in some ways. There, there, there's, a, there's a lot of limitless potential to Mandy Rose that I don't think Mia kind of has. Mia's a really great wrestler, and I'd put her in the above average, but I think Mandy's a main event. See, I'd, Mandy... go, I'd go above average for both. But I'd lean more towards middle of the road for uh, Mandy if I needed to put one above the other one. But but it's almost like Zelina with Mandy, where I think Callum's talking about building around a character. What's up? I, if I just look at through these ones, I'd, I'd look at Mandy and i think, okay, she'd be my error's Trish Stratus. Obviously, Trish was better in the ring, but Mandy can get better in the ring, and Mandy's pretty good. It's not like Mandy's any slouch in the ring. But at but, the same time, I would argue with what they've shown right now, she can't be higher than Sonya Deville. No, I wouldn't put her above Sonya Deville. So if we can make an argument for Mandy and Manada, then Sonya's got to be a guaranteed well, that's, where where that's where I'd put her a little bit more towards the above average type of thing. I, to me, Mia Yim's great. I wouldn't put Mia Yim in the main event. I'd put her here. And I feel like the difference between them and the ring, it's a big difference to where they should be the same level or Mandy being a little bit lower. I I, I wouldn't main event Mandy, probably. No. Well, now we've got all the names on there, we can start doing a little oh, yeah, bit of yeah. spring cleaning. It's like the men's one will go a lot. That'll take a, a little while longer than that. We might have just start just like just chucking names for the men's one, but... Um, let's if, let's if go with the, the lower four yeah. and see if we need to adjust any of them because we have more on this high, obviously. I don't think we need to move any of these potentially around. I'm just having a look, see. If anything, I would think maybe like somebody like Lana goes up to below par. Nah. But like... I mean, I'd, I'd be more tempted to put Vanessa Bourne above Lana. No, maybe Lana, actually, because Lana does have... She's again, got she a has little bit va- more. She has name value, and she has... And she does have personality 
It's not exactly been the most likable personality recently, but she can do stuff better than what she's been doing recently. I mean, if Santana Garrett is below par, maybe Lana can be as well. Yeah, yeah, maybe Lana goes up one. Yeah, let's bump her up a little bit. I'm. St- I don't know if I, I still again. I still don't know if I'm comfortable with Nia Jax being not in the dressing room. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd potentially put her down. She's dangerous. I'd get. I'd, I mean, she's too dangerous. That's the main reason I'd put her there. Is the fact that she injures too many people and she doesn't. And she's a danger to other people. So I. Uh, I would. You, I wouldn't hire her for my company. Let's put it that. You way. take Nia Jax as an attraction, and you give her the in-ring ability of like a Ruby Riot, and she's right up at the top there. But she yeah. is just so dangerous at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's really. I guess it's unavoidable. And she should be with Tamina as well. That's like it feels right that Nia's there with Tamina. I see. I feel like them as a duo with maybe Tamina doing more of the heat spots, just so that she's spending more time in the ring. Because I don't think she's dangerous as Nia is. I think that'd be a better fit for what they're doing with Nia. Yeah, right why haven't now. they put Nia Jackson Tamina as a tag team before? Well, they did. They did. <laughs> I know that's a joke. Oh well, that's okay. I forgot about the women's tag team division too. You know. Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't blame you. They do all I, the I time. Think, I, I think those are fine. I mean, I feel almost bad about putting the Marina and Jessica in, but it's just a case of, like there must be something that the company isn't telling us. There's got to be a reason they're not used. Yeah, because they like it's not like they they've got a huge amount of women's tag teams right now. Not even they haven't even brought them up to just be. Like used to bolster Shayna Baszler and give her some momentum back. Well, because they haven't done anything with Shayna Baszler. Yeah, exactly. But like they, they could have done something with the three of them. They could have just done something with the two of them as a separate tag team. They could have just done something with the two of them as separate individuals. Because there's nothing stopping them from just being like, hey, if we really like Jessamyn Duke, she could just be Jessamyn Duke. She doesn't have to be with Baszler and Shafir. But they never wrestle. And at this point, they've proven that they have no personality. So if they don't have anything that stands out to them, they're not, I mean, they're more mainstream names than like a, you know, like an Isla Dawn, but like you can't really tap into this like super great fame if they're not all that famous. And if they don't have standout looks, standout in-ring skills, standout promo skill, then you're not standing out at all. Then you are drizzling shits at that point. Mm. Can I just? <laughs> no, no, but she's standing where she is. <laughs> it's really unfair. I, I like that. <laughs> I almost want to put. I want. To, I'm going to build my entire company around Catholic. <laughs> um, all right. I, I want to make a case for Sasha to be in the goat. All right. So let's focus well, on this I'm, list I'm just, at this point. I mean, I'm looking at the main eventers and seeing like because we've got five slots open for the goats, we might as well try and use them. But it's like it's looking at those ones that I would potentially build a company around, and the five that stand out to me are uh, EO, Bailey, Sasha. Tony and Shayna. Here's where I would... Uh, let me see if this is a good way for me to do this. If I were to rank who I would potentially build a company around or so, if you're looking at 2020, maybe... Let's see. Uh, maybe I'd go like here. Ah, get in there. I'd probably go along this sort of spectrum. Probably around like that, like to, to potentially bump them up to the main goat spot. It, it is kind of like, it, 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 it's 
it's interesting because I think all of them have a lot of potential to potentially be someone that you build a company around. So I'd, I'd say the only one that I don't think has that potential, at least right now, if it was 10 years ago, then maybe, but Mickey Jones, I don't think that at this point would be someone you build a company around. But the other ones you ca- you could make good arguments for. I'd say maybe not Shana because the age factor, don't really want to be ageist, but she is a lot older than most of the women there. It's, right. Yeah, it could, it could come down to any of them because they're all, a lot of them are like super young as well. So Rhea's really young, Tony's very young, Bianca's quite young. I mean, so, I could easily, uh, Bianca, Sasha, and Shayna, you could easily build a promotion around. Like, guns my head, I would go Bailey and Rhea, probably. Either Bailey and Rhea or Bailey and T- Tony. If hmm. we're trying to fill goat spots as like, top of the line currently on the roster who we would push i can't put mickey on there if we were talking like legacy mickey would go on there so i'm perfectly fine with if we say like okay this is just like targeting the 2020 setup and if we're trying to book yeah yeah i'm I'm okay keeping back uh mickey as main event and not even keeping her in the discussion for that and i would at that point i would definitely not put candace that high I'd cut it off at this point and I pretty much kind of cut it off at that point. I could not book a company around Bailey at this point right now. And EO, I think EO is good for a lot of reasons, but promo wise, she still struggles just from the language barrier and she doesn't have the same type of energy that Asuka does. So I, I would lean more I, towards I think- these as being the other two to potentially pick. Well, I would I would say that with the three that we've got at the top, are kind of like the three standout ones, they're the three super established names. I think you should probably make two. I, I would make two of the other goats, two people for the future that you're really building around. And so for me, that limits it to Rhea, Tony, or Bianca. I yeah, maybe these three. I mean, I do have it in order. So like, yeah, for me. So I, if I were in that range, there's something about Bianca that makes me just go. If they put the strap on her she could go to the moon yeah i'd, I'd actually agree i, think I would agree with that limitless potential so yeah i'd put bianca there and then it's between rear and tony tony's got more i think Rhea's more adaptable to the baby face heel thing than tony mm-hmm. is so I'd and i, put Rhea, Rhea I think Rhea stands out as more of like i can buy into her beating anybody she's huge in some ways like she towers over somebody like yeah, she's not quite up potential. Shotzi or yeah. yeah. So like you put her and Charlotte up against each other, it seems like it's the two best that you can get. Whereas you put Tony against Charlotte and it's like, okay, well, I, I get it, but at the same time, I buy more into Rhea being somebody who can make her way to the top as like you know how like the type of thing where it's like, okay, well, Braun Strowman might not be the best in-ring performer, but if he beats the shit out of anybody, I'm going to believe it, because the dude's a beast. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say put Rhea in there. What do you think, Rob? Rhea? I think Rhea. If we're talking between Rhea and Tony, it's Rhea. Okay, so, I think we've got, like, if we've got seven in the main event, I think we can afford to move, like, a couple of people from the above average, because that's kind of, like, the biggest one we have right now. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, like, just a weird discussion of, like, which people in the above average will go into the main event, and which ones will go into the middle of the road. So I'm kind of happy with who's in the middle of the road right now, and I'm happy with who's in the main event right now. I wouldn't bump any of these up to above average. No. 
But it's just on you. I would put Natty maybe in the main event. Like Natty's such a, a tricky character because I, I, I yeah, just it I, I I get what you're saying, Rob. It kind of feels like me if I was to put Natty into the main event, I'd be doing it because I feel like I was supposed to do it rather than actually wanting to do it. I think that's a great way to say that. Yeah. It's like you feel like, oh, it's Natty. She's been there forever. Of course, she should be a main eventer. And then you just think, yeah, but if she if she would only been in the company for two years, would you make her a main eventer? All right, Sonya Deville, though, I can comfortably say a main event. Yeah, I, I'd say, I think with Sonya Deville, due to, due to just so many factors in her development, she's got a lot of potential and just like, yeah, I think she could work both as a baby face to heel. I, 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 I would say out of those ones, she's screaming out to me as the one that's most, most main event to me. Here's where I kind of look at some of these, like, for instance, Natty. If you say, who would you give the belt to, Natty or Naomi? I'm like, mm, they're kind of on par. Natty or Sonya? Oh, I'd go Sonya to get the belt over Natty. Natty or Mandy? I'd go Mandy. Natty or Alexa? I think you got more with Alexa, just from the promos. Natty or Nikki? I'd probably go Nikki just because it's like, hey, look at that, she won the title or whatever. Natty against almost anybody I would pick them over Natty. Mm. Like, you know, Natty and Dakota Kai, who gets the the push out of a feud between those two, Dakota does. Because she's younger, she's more entertaining to me right now. That screams for Natty for me to be above average and kind of like the benchmark to use for what above average is. Yeah, the one that you use to elevate people to the main event. So that's why I'd like, I would certainly keep Ruby in above average. I would keep yeah, I, Piper in above average. Like, there's a lot I'd keep here, and the only ones that I could see bumping up, maybe Sonya, maybe Alexa, but she is kind of not in the best way right now when it comes to, like, her injuries and stuff like that. I could see an argument for Zelina, but at the same time, I go, like, well, she is really tiny, so that's kind of hard to, you know, if we're talking about, like, oh, Rhea, I totally buy as being a goat because she's so big. But, like, yeah, well. you know. It'd be good diametric, really. But I, I would, t- I would say, looking at the people in above average, the ones that scream stand out to me is like the ones that have the potential main event status. So Sonya, Mandy, maybe Alexa. Lacey um, should have. But... Lacey potentially, but maybe not right now. Yeah. Carmella, I think, could be. Carmella could and be. I, Shotzi in the and future. I'd say, yeah, and I, and I'd say Dakota as well. If she wasn't uh, on the older spectrum, Mercedes. I, I think she's fine and above average right now. Right now, she's above average. And we yeah, don't even I know d- where the hell she's spent. She hasn't been doing anything since February, so it's kind of weird. Rob, Rob, you're in agreement with me that Sonya's main event, right? Yeah, Sonya's definitely main event. So Sonya's then. Yeah. And what do you think? Let's let's say we could limit ourselves to one or two more people from like above average to push up to the main event. Who, who are your two, Rob? Would be Ruby Riot and Zelina Vega. Tony, who would you say that? Uh, if we're going to bump two up, it would probably be... Hmm, maybe Carmella and... and Alexa. See, my, my, the two that stood out to me are Na- uh, Mandy and Carmella. So it's two of us. Wow, we, Carmella, have, we? we all have different takes here but i guess you guys are saying carmelo so carmelo's carmelo. gonna go and maybe maybe that's why it's supposed to be at that point then maybe that the, the people maybe are above average, yeah. Or above average. yeah is there anyone you moved down 
I don't think any of those ones really stand out to me as like potential move down. The only one that I'd say maybe would be the Mir or Mercedes, but I think they're fine where they are. I think yeah. that's good list. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think I, th- I think this works. So, uh, for those who are listening to us on not the YouTube side of things and just trying to keep track of what the hell we were saying because you're not looking at the list and everything right now. Yeah, it really bottom, works better as a YouTube video, guys. It totally does. So you should you should listen to this all the way through and then you should click on the other things or listen to it on mute. You know, you could do that. This yeah, is how... Yeah, listen, uh, to the, listen to the podcast on Stitcher but then just watch the video on mute. Any of that kind of stuff, yeah. Getting, getting double the play here is what we're after. I think the best thing you should do, put all the videos on YouTube on a perpetual playlist and leave it running constantly and do the same thing on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify and Anchor. And <laughs> yeah, obviously. So this is how we ended up going from bottom to the top. And this isn't in like alphabetical order or whatever like this. It's just somehow we rearranged them in this kind of way. So we have no opinion about Danny Luna, Karen Q, Indy Hartwell, and Jesse Camilla. Drizzling shits are Marina Shafir, Justin Duke, Nina Samuels, Tamina, and Naya. Jobber status are Isla Dawn, Kavita Devi, Vanessa Bourne, and Catalina. Below par is Aaliyah, Billy Kay, Zai Brookside, Raquel Gonzalez, Santana Garrett, and Lana. We got a big section of middle of the road here. It's got Caden Carter, Liv Morgan, Dana Brooke, Peyton Royce, Scarlett, Zaya Lee, Caden, uh, Caden, Casey Catanzaro, Ember Moon, Jinne, Chelsea Green, Kaylee Ray, and Tegan Knox. Our above average is the longest list that we have, which I guess makes a little bit of a sense. Although I guess probably we should move like one or two, but that doesn't make, you know, we don't have to do that. Uh, We've got Naomi, Shotzi Blackheart, Mandy Rose, Mercedes Martinez, Mia Yim, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Kyrie Sane, Ruby Riot, Lacey Evans, Piper Niven, Dakota Kai, Natalia, and Zelina Vega. And here we start getting to the top of the top. We got our main eventers of Tony Storm, Shayna Baszler, Sasha, Bailey, Io Shirai, Mickey James, Candice LeRae, Sonya Deville, and Carmella, and the Goats. We got Daniel Bryant now. Uh, we got Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Asuka, Bianca Belair, and Rhea Ripley. That's a good list. I'm comfortable with that. I think it's a great list. Yeah. So, uh, that's the women's division. We're going to split this in two different videos. Uh, probably just going to have one audio track and, you know, obviously stay tuned with that's the case. But as far as the video side of things go really quickly, just in case people only click on this one, just a couple other plugs out there. If you want us to do more of these kind of things like that, hit up the Patreon, patreon.com slash moment. I probably should go ahead and do that on here too. Uh, that is something that even dollar helps out quite a bit. As far as, you know, just showing us like uh, some kind of support. Of course, if my Google thing would load, then you'd be able to see these different tiers and stuff like that. But uh, we've got like the one range that gets like the the dark cast tier, for instance. You can just have Patreon exclusive episodes. That's what you got for the dark cast right there. And we've got the mailbag priority. We've got the pick a poison tier. Of course, the Hall of Fan, like some different things like that. So if you want to show us some kind of monetary support, this is the way to do it. Even a dollar goes a long, long way, especially the more people that do it. But the higher you get up, the even more that it's appreciated. Same thing applies to fanboysanonymous.com. 
show some support for that website, head up to Patreon for that one. And of course, for anybody who doesn't know what Fanboys Anonymous is, I will go ahead and load that too, because that site is all about movies, TV shows, comic books, video games, those kind of things. So for instance, what hammer should Beta Ray Bill use instead of the Stormbreaker in the MCU? Uh, I do the Weekend Geek all the time here. We have things like the fan tracks, movie stuff like that. So head up to Patreon, show support for that. Follow the Facebook, Twitter, uh, the YouTube channel, so on and so forth. Pick up some merchandise. We got Public and Redbubble for the shops for Fanboys Anonymous, A Mango Tees, and Smart Cat Moment. And uh, I think that that's majority of my plugs. I will talk more about that in the other section of that. But these guys have some plugs too, just in case. Go ahead and uh, toss them out there, Rob. All right. And uh, yes, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DudeFelice. You should check out the other sites I work for. Fightful and WrestleZone. No diss to WrestleZone, but I do know that Fightful and Fightful Select, uh, Sean Ross Sapp is working very hard to find out as much information as possible about all the crazy stuff going on in WB with Heyman being uh, let go of his position and all the COVID testing stuff. So check out Fightful and Fightful Select and also check out WrestleZone and the WrestleZone Daily Podcast, which you can find on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. Cal. Well, you can follow me on Twitter at Wigmeister14. Uh, check out all the articles on smartcomo.com. Power rankings is my contribution, but check out all the others as well. And speaking of Paul Heyman, if you are interested in seeing what we have coming up pretty soon on the uh, Smartcom Moment channel, we'll be the first edition, or episode zero, as it were, of the new Paul Heyman podcast that me and Rob will be producing going back in time to the years 2002 and 2003 going forward and looking at Paul Heyman Smackdown and but this this glory period for the blue brand all right everybody stay tuned we are going to do the men's division of this whole tier list in the next video or the next part on this audio side of things so click on that or just you know hold on a minute and we'll see you then but for now and for this section of the video, at the very least, this has been another Smart Cap moment, and we're being counted out. What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to part two of our tier list here for the Smart Cap Moment Smack Talk Podcast video edition. In some ways, as I mentioned before, in the women's division section, part one, we are doing this mostly as a video-related thing. So if you are listening to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, whatever uh, different fruit podcasts or whatever there are out there, the Mango Podcasts, why don't I make that more of a network thing? I don't know. Uh, different story for another day. If you're listening to that and you're just listening to our voices, it's going to be a lot harder to keep track of things. So I recommend you to go over to the YouTube channel and you should normally be doing that anyway, because that's what we usually try to cater towards. But this time we actually have like full on video for you to watch. So it's kind of like the Sporkle trivia quizzes that I used to do back in the day and stuff. It's actually something to be more visual. Uh, tier list things work out better that way. So hop on over to the YouTube channel. And when you're there, ring that little notification bell. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't done that already. Hit that little like button on the video as well. Leave a comment. Tell us your thoughts on the rankings, your thoughts on what you would rank these different people to be, and so on and so forth. And we already did the women's division part. Uh, so go back and check that if you have not checked that out. If you have not checked that out and you're clicking on just this one, then hey, I am Tony Mango. I've got Robert DeFelice and Callum Wiggins with me. And we are going to just basically go through the roster. As you can see right here, we've got these different uh, sections. We've got all these different male superstars to get to. And we're going to try to breeze through this a little bit quicker. 
than we did with the other ones. There's just so many names. So no need to break it all down. You should know it by now. Go back and check the other thing out if you have not checked that out for the explanation of these tiers and stuff. You guys ready to go? Uh, yeah, yeah. Alrighty, so bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Just throwing people around. Uh, we may need to up that goat tier at some point or whatever like that. But just to throw somebody out there, just to to get the ball rolling, possibility, right? It's AJ Styles popping up in that goat. AJ Styles as a goat, I would say that's a very strong possibility. I'm gonna go right ahead and say John Cena is a goat. Is he on this? He's he, yeah, he is down there in the green shirt the bright green shirt you can't miss it yeah you cannot miss it he's the only one wearing a shirt yeah i mean it's john cena i can i might not be able to see him um why don't we try to do it this way uh there's going to be plenty of people that we have no opinion about yeah if we bump uh bump them off that's not an o in the word bump if we bump them off this thing it'll whittle that down quite a bit uh and we of course we're going to adjust this as we go along and stuff like that but uh Toss out some names. Who should we put in the the no opinion side of things right now? Um, so I'm guess. Oh, let's see. I think both the, of the um the new superstars from the the new tag team on NXT that's uh, Rinku and Sarov. Yeah, uh, Inducer. Yeah, yeah. I think both of them are like they haven't shown enough yet to really get a marked opinion either way. Yeah, I agree. I think that they've got Denzel some potential. To... I mean, you could arguably go go. He's a driver because that's how they're utilizing him, but we don't know how good he can actually be. And um, we we are missing some people on here. Here for anybody who's wondering, like, why isn't uh, like Babatunde? Uh, actually, no, Babatunde is right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Daniel Vado. I I don't think he's on here. Like some of the people like that. So it's like, yeah, they, they would have no opinion too because we haven't seen them. Like we we don't know anything about Anthony Francis. We don't know anything about. Um, Zechariah Smith. So yeah, I'm a little mad that you uh, didn't see Bobby Tunde. He's pretty big. Yeah, what do you think? Uh, goat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I have him one here already. Why don't we put him somewhere? Uh, uh I, I've seen the evolve thing and Greatest Royal Rumble is all I've seen of him. So like, I really can't put him anywhere other than. Yeah, opinion. I kind of start an opinion at the moment. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, the only opinion I have is that he's a big dude. Yeah. Not a whole lot of people on this list are, but he certainly is. You already knocked out a little check, a chunk of that. All right. Yeah. Uh, what's the other people? Um, I, Who's I this? I, I struggle to remember his name. That's that Shane Thorne. Uh, that's Shane Thorne, yeah. Thorne. Oh, wow. Didn't recognize him. Yeah, that, that was a picture obviously taken from May. He looks different now on the WWE roster. He's got Who's... a little white streak in his hair and stuff like that. Who's the uh, the person to the left of Bobby Roode? Rich Holland. Yeah, that's the guy that I was trying to remember. All right. in any I gotta say now. no opinion. I don't... I haven't seen I, him. I personally think he's middle of the road, but since it's two votes for no opinion and he hasn't wrestled a whole lot, it's better to put him there. I, I think he's got a big, big potential to him. He's a huge dude, and he moves pretty well. He's got a great theme, too. Um, I gotta say no opinion for Rick Boogs for right now. This is a weird picture of him, too, but that's the most recent picture that they have. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, he's has only started to grow. He's entertaining, but where's Connor Reeves? Hold on. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, find Connor, get... just put him in the drizzling shirts, go. <laughs> yeah, let's just go ahead. Okay, tier list is complete. Um, <laughs> to be I fair, Brendan Vink, I would Brendan potentially Vink. put Connor Reeves up a jobber, but he he can go in there for now. Uh, Brendan Vink could go into no opinion as well. Yeah, I don't know anything much about him yet. 
he's he's got some potential, but I'd certainly say, not going to above average him or something right now. Yeah, I'm just looking at some other ones there, there as well. So got, I hmm. would say Amir Jordan below par. A jobber probably, just so I see. If I was company, he's he's too small to even be in like the below. I would be blind if I told you that I could remember a single match of his. So I'd, 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 I'd say jobber. I'd go jobber too. Now that you pointed that out. Uh, uh, let's see here. It, have a look at some of the ones. Uh, any other ones that are kind of no opinion? Boa. And, uh, yeah, Boa is no opinion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah In I'm a lot of ways, that. the NXT crew is going to be no opinion because those yeah, are the ones. The, I mean, the ones they are more just... developmental. Yeah. Um, I'd say NXT UK. A lot of people are like. Right, let's go. Uh, 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 blah, 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 blah. What are they called? The Hunt. Uh, I think I've seen enough of the Hunt to know that I'm not a big fan. Below par. Yeah, I'd say below par for both. Uh, I'd, I'd say below par. I'd say for, jobber. Where I'd, I'd say I'd say jobber for. I can't remember the other guy's name. Primate. But both thing is below par. I'm not gonna say he's a jobber. No, but I think I think that um, primate is uh, below par. Why is it? That's such a odd name. From, and and that's based on a lot of stuff that I've seen from outside of WWE. But like, I, I think that he has more potential than he's been let on with this tag team. Maybe put him in there and keep a hitchman in there. Um, um, any other people that was kind of like a no opinion side of things? I mean, I I can't really say anything about Sam Gradwell. Uh no, he's no opinion. Where is uh? He's next to Sammy Zayn. I couldn't pick him out in the lineup. Yeah, he wrestled for the tournament, so then he got injured, and he's been missing ever since. Yeah, and I mean, I think I know enough about Saxon Huxley to know that I'm not a huge fan. Not a fan either. Saxon. Is, is, is he the guy end. next to Joe? Uh, no, yeah. that's uh, that's the new thing. Oh wait, on oh, that side. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, I'd put him into. I'd put him jobber drizzling shits. I'm not a big fan. I'd, yeah, I'd put him in the bottom. If if I would put him in drizzling shits, I'd put Tyson T Bone in there too. Yeah, sure. Why not? Throw Tyson in there as well. I I again, I don't watch any of NXT UK. Yeah, the NXT UK guys. I mean, if we want to go through, we could just go through the NXT guys. Uh, NXT UK guys and just move a lot of them around right now because I, oh. I there's not almost any that's going to go in this upper range for me for NXT well, UK. Yeah, I, I I understand that, but I just feel like there's a I I, I think we can just bounce generally because I don't think there's anyone else I can kind of see just on a, like a glance that I don't really have a zero opinion on now. I think we've we've cast all the people into no opinion see, that we would do. No opinion, guys. Um, I'm familiar enough with all the other ones that I could give an opinion on them. Currently, I yeah, I think it might mostly be. We, we know all these people. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that that I kind of takes out the no opinion. Who's the guy next to McIntyre? On the uh, where's Eddie Dennis? Uh, yeah, it's Eddie Dennis. Yeah. Okay, uh, I've seen his stuff. He's good. I like it. Uh, I mean, if you want to start with some NXT UK people, we could just throw some of them out there then. So the, why don't we go? Why don't we go to this front row and kind of whittle down some things? Oh, Arturo okay. Ruas. He's an interesting guy. Uh, I, I think he's got a lot of potential, but I actually might even put him at no opinion because just I've seen some good stuff, but I haven't seen enough. I, I'd say I'd say middle of the road. I think he's somebody who I've seen enough to know that I think he's got worth, but I don't I don't know which way he's going to swing swing just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, not a fan of Ashton Smith. Nah, I'd go Jobber. Jobber, yeah. Never, don't have a clue. Um, let's have a look at some of these other ones. So. Bo Dallas, Jobber. He's got to be a Jobber, right? 
he's he's got a he's got a bit of worth to him, but I probably would say that he works well as a jobber. If you, if you put strap on the like the bow leave gimmick, then maybe he could be below par, but that would only be the limit of it, really. Below par. Uh-huh. Oh. Should, I, should I switch this to? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. Ah, it changed anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah, Put him there for gonna, now, why not? We're gonna ramp our way through this one, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Speed demons. Um I'd say Ari Davari's below Paul. That was yeah. Dad. Mm, yeah. He's decent, he's decent, but he just doesn't have a lot of character. The the highest I could move him is middle of the road. I mean I, I like him. I didn't play him, but I wouldn't Alexander be like, Wolf. you know, to run about on him. Alexander Wolf below par. I think he's middle of the road. I'd go below par. I actually think he's got more character than a lot of people. He's high end below par, maybe. To me, if you get rid of anybody on uh, Imperium, he's the one. Oh to yeah, toss he's definitely out. the one you get rid of. But yeah, okay, so that's fine. You guys come through. Rob, um, where do we put Bronson Reed? Obviously, he's a goat. <laughs> he's middle. He's middle. Of the he's road. middle of the road. I think he's middle of the road or below par, so I'd go middle, middle of the road. He's a big, big boy. He does. He does pretty good. We haven't, we haven't seen his full potential yet. Yeah. Um. Let's uh, let's decide. Adam Cole's main event, right? Uh, he's yeah. yeah. He's he's up there. Um. Uh, we, we might as well. We might as well like try like move list uh, up like that way kind of things. But if we get yeah. any kind of random things too, like I. Would, for instance, put Drew McIntyre main eventer. Yeah, I think main event right now is good place for him. He's shown he's shown enough, especially as WWE champion. I don't think he's a goat, but not someone I'd build the company around. But definitely main event. What? Just get him out of the way. What do we do with Brock? He's a fucking goat, Tony. Yeah. yeah, he's a guy you build a company around. If you can there. somehow convince him to work every single week, he's a goat. Should we just do that with Daniel Bryan too? I think Daniel Bryan's a goat. Yeah. Yeah. Just put them up there and get that out of the way. I think um, I think those are like four staples that we can kind of build around. If we if we need to add slightly more to go, like maybe extend it to like seven or eight, then we can. But I feel like yeah, we'll we'll it, see how we how many we get to where we're like, like, like those oh, are four crap. like just fixtures. Um, I'd put just looking at some other people. Alistair Black. Well, Alistair Black's an interesting one. Alistair Black, I'd put above average for right now. Above average, yeah. I'm just seeing like if again like running the company. I, we're leaving there for now, but I think that he's someone that could be pushed into the main event. He could event. be a main event. He I, be. I think you I should think put Andrade. I think Angel Garza is main event. I, for now, now, right now, for now I'd, I'd put all three. Company. Yeah, but I've just got a sense like if I was running the company, I'd have already pushed Angel Garza towards the main event slot. If I were running things, Angel Garza would have been the US champion when Andrade was most recently, because Andrade had already won that title. He didn't need to win it again. It should have gone to Garza. And Andrade should have been bumped up to main eventer at that point. So he, Garza, I think should be in this range right now, heading straight towards that range because he is really good. He's so good. Um, so let's let's go ones. Bray Wyatt here. I cannot put him in goat. I don't even necessarily he's, want to put him in main eventer. I kind of want to put him here, but I can see why people want to put him higher. He's okay. a character. He's a man about to me. Yeah, I, th- I think he's shown enough that even though he doesn't appeal to everyone, the people he does appeal to, he has a huge following with. So I'd say main event. I'd, I'd again with Braun. I'd put Braun main event. I'd put Braun main Braun. event too. Not yeah. Not I definitely go. wouldn't build a yeah. I definitely wouldn't build a company around Braun, but again, yeah. main event. It's quite interesting that both world champions at the moment are both like we just see main event. We don't see his franchise. Well, we could potentially bump people up to at some point, but yeah, yeah I'd, I'd like. 
so far I'm comfortable with all these kind of things. Uh, let's see, Acom. See, it's weird because like you'd imagine that I'd put both members of the uh, Ors Payne there, but I think Razar's got more potential than Acom. I think they're about the same. I think they're both middle of the road. They're above average in some ways, but yeah, I've, the injuries I've seen, and I've, stuff I've have heard, hurt I've their seen, momentum. They they both go middle of the road for me. Still can't believe it took me that long to realize Occam's Razor with that team. Just from random XT event or something like that. I forget. I think it's on the podcast actually somewhere. If somebody wants to find it or something like that, where I'm just like, and Occam's Razor. I think it was with me, and you literally just like, and Occam's Razor says, so I'm going to go with this. And you just it clicked. <laughs> so. Um... Uh, Let's throw some other ones. Let's throw some random ones out there. Yeah. They got to be on the same tier because they're exactly the same. They're above average. Yeah, they're both above average. You know, I'd I'd go that way too because if we. I kind of see like it's it's the main event tag team. And if you're a main event tag team, you can't be be like main event in WWE. For that matter, should we go ahead and put Big E and Kofi and Xavier there? Or should we potentially put Kofi in main event? I, I think Kofi and. I think Kofi and Biggie are Biggie are main event. Xavier was about average. So I would look at both of them and say, yeah, I could make like a, a decent run with like, the World Championship with both of those two. I mean, they have done one. With, Xavier's just a little bit more injury prone, a little bit. I, I just don't feel comfortable putting Kofi in the main event just because he was the World Champion. It makes sense too, but like I feel like Biggie could be World Champion. To Biggie me, could have got on that run. To me, Biggie is more on par with these three. I that's think fair, Kofi's Kofi's got something extra to him. That's that, that's fair enough. And I think that like Xavier, the only reason why he's not seen as maybe not necessarily on the same par as Biggie is just because Biggie's quite literally a little bit bigger. But I think Xavier's a little bit more entertaining in some ways. So I think let's that they're on big then. Oh, let's talk about the big show. Recently returned. Big show. Um... I mean, look, if you are talking. Legacy, <laughs> legacy. He's up here and stuff. Now, no. Now he's below par. Yeah, he's just. He, yeah, it's it's hard to say. But it's just like he's not someone who you would use utilize that much now in the com- company. He's like a good attraction, but that's about it, really. Mm-hmm. And you'd have him lose to most people he faced. Realistically, Big Show's not a roster member anymore. No. Well, let's just add Kane to below par as well. Then is he even on here? Yep. Oh. Oh, next to Karrion Cross there. Yeah. Because, I mean, Kane, of course. Legacy, oh. fucking amazing. But... Okay, then let, let's do something controversial. Can I uh, pull for Undertaker to go in drizzling shit? Uh, that's definitely controversial. I, I, I think no matter what, even just if he stands in the ring and does nothing, you got to put him below par. A whole, what? Because like... he's, he's fucking goat. Like... But, not, this Undertaker is not. But this on un- this Undertaker is not. So it's like I I can't realistically say oh I, I, I can't put him any now. the middle of the road. Even now, I'll, I'll uh, yeah I'll bump him up to there. I'll I'll work with you on that one because look I mean we all agree Undertaker career. There's no discussion he would be up on there. Undertaker in 2007 still up there. Undertaker in 2010. Undertaker in 2013, <laughs> Undertaker in 2018, like that kind of thing. So it's like Undertaker at Crown Jewel. We just move him down. Undertaker at Crown yeah. Jewel. <laughs> but then again, you know Goldberg is at Goldberg Crown on Jewel. This list? No, yeah, Goldberg's like, not on this list now. Is he? I like to put him in the Jizzling shirts. 
Can we go opinion wise? He's not currently still the roster member. But I, I just uh, feel like, yeah, I, I'm fine with putting Undertaker middle of the road because he's kind of at the least wrestling ability on a par with right now the Big Show and Kane, but he has more legacy value to him. So someone you might utilize more often. Uh, can we go Flash Morgan Webster below par? I like him. He's he's a good wrestler, but uh, I'm trying to think. Is he going to be is an attraction? A... No, not really. So, so yeah, I... probably 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 below par then. Yeah. Um. Bobby Lashley is an interesting one. Main event. Hey, I think he is main event, but I'm just wondering whether it's the main event or above average. But I think he's proven he's, in the last. He's one of these two. Main event. I yeah. think he yeah. can be main event. Uh, Dawkins. Uh, below par, middle of the road. Above average. I think, I think Dawkins is solid. He's middle of the road. Gart, no, uh, not Gart, um, Montez Ford. Ford is above average. If above if... average right now, he should be. He should be a. He should be a mid card champion. If Montez Ford is anywhere on this list, he has to be above. Angela if they Dawkins. ever split, and I hope they don't, because you know I like Dawkins, but Ford is going. To Ford's the moon. going somewhere, and Dawkins is going to be the one that struggles. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Dolph. Uh, Put Dolph somewhere. Oh, Dolph is perpetually middle of the road. Dolph has to be around this. I mean, back I in the day, I think, I think the stuff that he's been doing with like the Otis and Man Rose thing, I think he's middle of the road now. I'm not going to say that he's going to be like drizzling shit just because of my gimmick. I think I w- he's middle of the road. Depending on your point of view, Rob, I could I could be swayed for above he's average. He's middle of the road. Let's go there then. Danny Birch, below par. Middle of the road. Yeah, I'd actually, middle actually, middle. he's he's below par. Only Lawkins middle of the road. That's so only I... out of two of them has more character oh, he tweets in all caps and it's my favorite thing i i'm gonna potentially probably make the argument that Tony lorkin might go down but i i'm i'm more confident with that uh lars sullivan but yeah where's lars fucking put him somewhere i don't even have an opinion where is he on here he's next to there he is next to Laguerra. yeah ah, there he is fucking a lot of ways <laughs> Where should we yeah, put him? I, I think I, I like. To, I think if he didn't carry so much baggage, he'd be somebody I'd push a lot higher up. But yeah, I mean, if you're asking me pre the news dropping, I'd put him above average. NXT, I'd go here. Main roster, he's yeah. done nothing, and he's only hurt his career. Yeah, he's 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 not really worth the trouble at this point. No. Um. Apollo Crews is interesting because Apollo Crews, I think, prior to a couple of a month or so ago, would be either middle of the road or below par. But I think he's now above average. I think he's added a lot of. Like, I, still, to his well, I still want to say middle of the road, but he's getting to be above average. Between these two is where he's going to go for right now. I think above average. Austin yeah, Theory, really I already think is above average, but I I could see him middle going middle of the road for right now. Middle of the road. Uh, Bobby Fish. I'd go middle of the road. Above average for all of them, except Adam, who's the main eventer. See, Fish to me, great in-ring performer, the least I'd, interesting yeah. of the four. Yeah, I think I think Fish is middle of the road, and I'd say if we're going to do all undisputed Aaron now, put Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong both in above average. Yeah, that's where I'd go. That's fine. I, I'll concede to that. Where is, I think uh, again with, again with the Bobby Fish thing as well, it's his injury status as well because he's been the one that's been most perennially injured as well. Where is Roddy? 
Ready, 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 ready. There you are. Uh, he, yeah, there we go. So, okay, He's generic wrestler right number eight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jake Atlas, I'd go middle of the road for right now, but he's got some potential. Yeah, it seemed like pivot upwards, but right now I'd put him as a middle of the road guy. He's going to be a major player in the cruiserweight division. Uh, I'll try to look at some other ones that might be uh, below par. I'd put Elias. Yeah, I'm really over Elias. Mm, I'd go. Now. I'd go middle of the road or below par. Low yeah, price. below par. Is, he's staying there for me. It's a shame. He's got a good look to him. Like, dude's big, but he just doesn't get the job done. I'd, I'd put, I, even though I've liked a lot of some of the stuff that he's done, and I think he's pretty good in ring, I'd put Eddie Dennis just as a jobber status. Yeah. Just because not... I just don't think that he has the either character or the, the build, really, to go a bit further than that. I don't, do dis- do I don't dislike him, but I can't rank him higher than the jobber, really. How about, how about Dave Mastiff? He's massive. He's a massive Dave. He's Mastiff. as massive as Bubba Tunde's big. Yeah. Massive Dave Mastiff, I say, is below par. He should be much better off, but he's just not. I, I think in my company, he'd probably be. See, because it's just looking at like, would I put him above the big show right now? Yeah, I probably would. So I'd probably go middle of the road. That's fair. Would you trust him to be a better ring performer than Akam and Razor? Akam and Razor? He's definitely as good as them. I would say he's better. I think he's, yeah, I'd put, he's better in the ring. I'd put him but... right next to uh to big old Bronson Reed there. Middle of the road, we're going. Yeah, mi- yeah, middle road. I think. If we're going him with middle of the road, I think Damian Priest goes higher. I think he goes above average. <sighs> yeah, but I I like Mastiff. Just like <laughs> it's like there's the difference there. I just D- Damian Priest does not does nothing for me. To me, Priest. Is significantly more entertaining than Mastiff and some of the other people in here. I like. I see. I disagree with that. I think Rob would agree with me with that side as well. Uh, where Where do you want to put Damian Priest? He wants to put him in above average. Above average. Absolutely not, Tony. <laughs> middle, yeah, of middle of the road. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd bump you up there, buddy. Like, well, because I would put someone like, let's say, I put Cameron Grimes in above average. Oh, I'd put him middle of the road or below par. I'm not all that in, into him. I think he's much better in the ring and he's much more, he's got more personality than Damien Priest in my mind. Where's Grimes go for you, Rob? Difference maker between these two. He's middle of the road. Boo. Uh, let's see. I enjoyed his match. Uh, to be fair, I enjoyed both their matches with Finn Balor. And speaking of Finn Balor, he's main event. Where do we go with Edge? I just grabbed him. It, it's Very now Edge main, main event. Main event? Yeah. Also, uh, grab Finn Balor and put him in main event as well. Where's Balor? Yeah. Balor, I'm disappointed as all hell, but I, I still have to kind of put him in main event. To me, Balor, overall career from expectations, above average, middle of the road. But uh, Cesaro, for me, would be main event, but if you guys want to say above average, I understand. I'd go above average. Well, if it's my company, he'd be main event. Yeah. I'm going to... He's a main event for me. He just... I, I I would say above average for now. Believe me, not above average. Yeah, we now. might, we'll we might bump him. Let's go over some random things that we don't yeah, let's have as many. Ones. Like like where's like Legero fall for you? I go below par. I... Jobber. I, I think he, I think he's a fun jobber. jobber. He's really good. He's actually really good in the ring, but like I'm cool I, with I'd actually actually I'd put him in a below par and I'd move Flash Wall and work. What is out, that so. mask, guys? Like let's be real. What is that mask? That's how he stands out. Fair enough. 
It's a liger. Kalisto. Oh, he's good. I... Middle of the road. Yeah. No. Uh, Maybe below know. par. Like he could I mean, be. Could have been a lot great. <laughs> he could have been yeah, great, but I, he I, just I, he didn't. I'm not saying middle of the road. He's not. He's, he's definitely not bad. So. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not a lesser person. So I just. Don't, I don't think that it, he needs to go lower than middle of the road. So let's go with El Hijo del Fantasma, aka Santos Escobar. I'm gonna I go above him. average. I think above average. Yeah. All right. I'm cool. He's got that. a lot more potential. I think he's someone I look at in NXT, and even though he's cruiserweight champion now, I could see him potentially maybe being a North American or a even world champion at some point if they build him correctly. Yeah, I'm a fan of that dude. Who if is we're going to Jordan Devlin. Well, real, real quick, if we're going Kalisto on here, let's do Metalik and Dorado. I think that Kalisto is the best of the three. I think that Metalik's the lowest of the three. Honestly, I, think, I think Metalik is the best of the three. Kalisto's in the middle, and Dorado is the lowest. See, see, that's what I got different in the fact that I think that Kalisto's the worst of the three, and Metalik's the best, and uh, <laughs> and Dorado's the second best. <laughs> So well, I think they're all I think they're all middle of the road, just different scales of middle of the road. So wait, so how did we have this? This is this is how I had it ranked. Yeah, Kalisto, well, Dorado, Metalik. I say Metalik is the best of the three. Kalisto's the middle, and Dorado's the last. Yeah, and I have Metalik on top with uh, uh, Dorado second and Kalisto third. But Callum, he does good lucha things. So yeah, we have I, I, a vote for Kalisto as one, two, and three, <laughs> Dorado <laughs> as two, two, what? and three, and Metalik as one, two, and three. <laughs> that kind of seems like Dorado's number two then. Dorado's and this the, is I just all over the place. No, if you average it out, then uh, Dorado's number three. Oh, that's true. Got, yeah, yeah Dorado out, then it should be Metalik one, Kalisto two, Dorado three. So I guess they're just going to put all on the same range yeah, here. Yeah, they will be they're there. the same being. They are all... Yeah. They all do good. Well, let's talk about the luchador that is further ahead of that, and that's Rey Mysterio, who's oh, who's at least above average, if not anything. I mean, like Legacy, he's a fucking goat. He is, oh, yeah. yeah. But now I'd go above average. Right now, I'd say above average. Uh, um, we still have all these people. This is this Mojo. is more than we had of the women's division. I think. Yeah. Let's do Mojo. Where is Mojo? Next to Murphy. Fuck him. <laughs> Sorry. Just leave Murphy in that riddle. Yeah. Like, I, I I, like Mojo. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but... Drizzling shits or Jobber. It's gotta jobber, be one of the two. He's, he's, got uh, some, yeah. he's got some value to him, but Jobber. I'd be okay with putting him in Drizzling Shits, but... Yeah, I don't think he's that bad. If, if Gronkowski was here, I'd put him in Drizzling Shits, but... <laughs> uh, truth. Hmm... I, I'd go I'd go above average. above average or middle of the road. I, I'd lean towards above average. Above average. I I think five, ten years ago it'd be above average. I think now it's middle of the road. I, I you know what honestly I feel like that's swapped for me. Five, ten years ago I probably would have even said, you know, middle of the road, maybe below par. But I love the character work he's done. Mm-hmm. And he looks yeah. exactly the same as he did then. Yeah, so he's, oh, he, he looks, yeah, he's he a looks, vampire. He's a vampire. He looks exactly the same like he did twenty years ago. Our truth now has a more marketable look to him than half the people on this roster. <laughs> more than half. You you yeah. show me like you don't ignore the age range and stuff like that. You say like, okay, who do you want to build a company around? Our truth or uh I don't know, uh, Bobby Fish. I'm like our truth is the star between the two of them. 
Like, you know, uh, Bobby <laughs> Fish, more entertaining in the ring. R-Truth, more entertaining character. Uh, I'd go above average for R-Truth. All right, let, let's address one that's going to have a, a bit of discussion just so we can get out of the way. Where is Corbin going? He's got to go above average. Or maybe no, he's not. <laughs> middle yeah, yeah. of the road. Middle. Uh, no, above average. He, he, yep. he's, a talk, he's a good talker and he and if you if you don't overexpose him then he can do some really good stuff but it's just well, well Corbin I'd have put middle of the road I hate that he's like the dorky heel I just yeah, don't but, for him I, I I'm, full, do... I'm full blown main of Venom so if Callum's saying above average I'm gonna I'll stick with above average well, just because, like, if it was my company I could do something with him like he's got more potential I see than a lot of other than some of the other people I think like but if we're getting to the nuance of that, if it was my company and I could have him as like the lone wolf, I'm going to beat you up and golden gloves guy, I'd put him in the main event. But the way he's presented now, I he's just middle of the road to me. I, I think he's I think he's above average. I think he's somebody who may occasionally go into the main event, but I think he works well as like a top mid card champion. So I think we all kind of have the same opinion. Potential, <laughs> the way WWE yeah. uses him. Yeah, that kind of thing. For anybody who's watching, oh, uh, it is the not watching, it's him. He's drizzling shits for that. <laughs> <laughs> for anybody who's just listening, it's uh, we're moving on main event above average, that kind of thing. So that's that's what we're, we're going in there. Um, um, let's see. Uh, let's also have some lower people. Why not? Yeah. Uh, so so the Singh brothers. Singh brothers, I think, to be jobbers. Yeah, both jobbers. Yeah, they're they're good in some ways. Uh, where is the other one? And he's next to Sami Zayn. Oh, there he is. Uh, they're fun, yeah, so, but they're, you know, I mean, they're they're fun as jobbers. Like, I I would add uh, Kenny Williams to that as well as a jobber status. I'd go below par for Kenny Williams. To me, he and uh, he and Danny Burch are kind of in a lot of the same thing. Like Kenny Williams has, if they moved him over the cruiserweight division, I'd buy him as a challenger. But okay, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I, I'm I'm fine leaving him there. Um, what about uh Swerve? I like Swerve. Oh, I, I don't love Swerve. Middle of the road. Yeah, I'd say middle of the road. Oh, Tony, where do you want to put Humberto? Below. Got it. He's got to go below. Him. He's no, got to go below. He's, he's not that bad. He's just generic. I mean, so flat. He's probably a better wrestler than all of those people on the... Alright, alright. I'll, I'll give Carl that. He's... But is he as entertaining as any of these? Really? Like, who would you would you rather see? <laughs> do you think that he's on par with Bobby Fish? No, but I don't no, but I, 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 I do think he's on par with Cameron Grimes. Though, I'll say that. Yeah, well, I think Cameron Grimes should be below par. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's on par with Daniel. Post- no, it's, well, I, I, okay, we're even below par for now. But I think that I feel like he's. He's someone that I might fight a little bit more to move him up when we He's get around. He's so generic. Else. I just want them to to do something with him. Get random one, Killian Dane. At this point, middle of the road's the highest oh, I can go with Killian Dane, but I'd actually go below par. Yeah, it's hard to uh, compared yeah. to Elias. Like he's on the same kind of level as Elias to me. I, I would say maybe yeah. I, I, th- I think leaving there for now maybe someone that you move up, but. I feel like there's more potential in him, but I just don't know how much. Yeah. Akira Tozawa. I like Tozawa, but they're fucking him over so much. He's middle of the road. If he was my company, he's someone who'd like, okay, just perennially be in the mid card, occasionally fight for a title, that sort of thing. 
Um, Dragonov. I think middle of the road, maybe even above average. He's, he's someone who does have such... He, he seems to have a lot of potential to me. But I don't know whether I'd go ahead of middle of the road right now. For who is it? Ilya Dragunov. Dragunov to me, I'm not loving as much. Uh, I'd probably go middle uh, of the road. Yeah, I go middle of the road. Yeah, I think that's fair. Jeff Hardy. Again, uh, legacy high up there right now. Above average. I'd say above average. He, he surprised me with how good that match with Sheamus was. Yeah, I like that quite a bit. Speaking of which, let's go with Sheamus somewhere around here. Um, Main event. I. I, I, think, I can't put I can't put Cesaro not in main event and have Sheamus in main event. I know Sheamus has more one more motors and maybe has a bit more personality, but there's also the factor of the fact that he's he's probably got a shorter wrestling yeah. career expectancy than Cesaro does. He's beaten up at this point and he's already done a lot of things. If this were a couple of years ago, I'd go main event. Now I'd go above average. Yeah, yeah, I'd say above average is a fit for him right now. Um, Let's do Agron Ivar. Oh, I. Eric and Ivor. Eric's middle, middle of the road. Ivor's above average. I'd go both middle of the road. I think Ivor had some more potential if you if you were to make like if you were stupid enough to split them up. Ivor could actually do something more as a just because he's huge and he's got a lot of flexibility. I know there's thinking, a lot Rob? of people that's like that. Should uh, should they be both middle of the road? Should Ivor be up at above average? I think they should be on the same tier right now. Because they're peanut butter and jelly. You know? Six middle of the road. Yeah. 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 Maybe leave it there for now. I'm like, what about, I mean, Keith, Keith Lee's an interesting one for me. Fucking Keith, main event. Well, main yeah, event. It's main, it's main event for me, but I also look at him and think, that's a guy you could build a company around. I would agree with that. I, yeah. He is very much. I, I can't sing enough phrases. If we have that? Adam Cole and Drew McIntyre at main event, I'm going to put Keith Lee there, but I mean, because yeah, I mean, he's Cole's fucking great because I'd build a company around Adam Cole. Yeah. So he's Keith Lee's one of those, like we might be bumping him up at well, some point. Well, someone that you can definitely build a company around is Kevin Owens. Oh, absolutely. Kevin Owens wanna... is like, is the most well-rounded you want to go to him? WWE. I'd go to him. Let's go to him for now. now. I, I would. We've goaded him into that I'd spot. I'd go to shit yeah. out of <laughs> uh, Let's see. Let's go uh, Forgotten Sons. Let's let's throw them out there. Uh, Forgotten Sons, to me, oh, are below bar, par. Bar. I, th- I think two of them are below par. I still think that there's something about Jackson Riker that he could do something with. At this point, point, you might want to release him. He's gone there from TNA. Here's where I kind of see them. The three of them as a tag team, above average, middle of the road, depending on the circumstances. If it's like an NXT in a time frame where there's no tag teams and stuff, above average. If they're like in the best sort of range of a tag team, middle of the road, below par. If you go individuals, Riker's got the most potential if he can keep his mouth shut. Wesley Blake drizzling shits at some point. Uh, Cutler below par. Uh, So I'm like, I think collectively they're below par. I I think that's fine for now. I still would argue that Riker's at least middle of the road, but we can change it maybe at some point or just leave it. It's not the huge deal. Um, What about Otis and Tucker? (laughs) Otis and and Tucker. 
Otis is a Otis has actor. to be a higher Tucker tier than Tucker. Par. It's it's very strange. But I'm gonna put Otis above average, Tucker below par. I'd kind of go that way. That way yeah, too. I, I, I can I can go along with that. Because I don't even think that Tucker is necessarily middle of the road. I think that he's fallen short by a, yeah, a wide yeah, margin. By, by a big margin. Uh, let's have a look Tony Nice, average. If there was an average tier, he'd be average. I mean, no. Well, I think if you put him in wrestling ability, he's even middle of the road or probably leaning towards above average. I think just just his severe lack of personality makes him almost a below par. Yeah. Looks wise, above so... average. Wrestling overall, middle of the road. Personality below par. So I, I kind of think it balances out to middle of the road. Yeah, maybe for now. Yeah, I think that's fine. Bell, uh, let's go with uh, Gallus. Yeah. Um, Coffee has the most potential. Joe Coffee, I should say. I would say Mark Coffee below par. Wolfgang below par. Joe Coffee, middle of the road. Uh. Trying to think. Where is Joe Coffee on this list? Uh, oh, here he is. Yeah. yeah J- Joe Coffee, I'd say, is middle of the road. Yeah. So the other two are probably blow it. Whether you, yeah. I mean, I've never been a huge fan of Wolfgang, but I don't think he's he would fit in the job of status yet. I kind of, you know, I, I like to merge things. I look at a lot of tag teams as like, well, if you did the sum of their parts, what would it be? And I'm like, you know what? If you told me you could take the best parts of all three Gallus boys, then. I don't think Wolfgang offers all that much. I don't think that Joe offers all that much. And it's mostly still just, uh, I mean, uh, Mark, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe is the one that's like, it's mostly just built around. So you just add a little bit of height to Joe coffee and you got an above average dude. Yeah, the two of fun. them, like all three of them as a group, it's like you got a, you got a trio of C pluses with a B in the mix kind of thing. Uh, Joe Coffee yeah. is is a little more than a B in my opinion, but that's just my take. Raul Mendoza below par. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't he, seen he, enough of him. He's good. He's good, but I just don't. Yeah, he just I just don't think that he stands out enough. Okay, maybe, here's a weird one. Maybe Walking Wild same for yeah, now. That's easy. He's a little yeah. bit more middle of the road to me, but I think that we we might see these two change. Now that they're yeah. teaming up with Escobar. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, where does he go? Shinsuke to me, middle of the road. Yeah. I, uh... No, I can't look at Shinsuke Nakamura and not think main event. I, I think he's, I mean, he's someone who I, like, he's someone who I picture because of the New Japan stuff and all the other things that he should be main event upper average, above average, but then I look at what he actually delivers. I think it's more leaning towards the below par side of things rather than that. So of, sucks, man. I know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but it's. I think he's just middle of the road. Yeah, he's. He, I, I look at him and Cesaro, and I think Cesaro is the one that would be someone who I'd push more towards the main event than Shinsuke. Wow, that's miserable. Oh, that's such a sad truth. It sucks to say, but that's yeah. fully how I agree about that. What about Sammy? he's an interesting one because at one point he was like above average all the potential in the world to be a ricky steve babyface. now i kind of feel like he's below par i kind of feel he's above average middle of the road to me it's like when all things work out above average but he keeps getting in his own way and he ends up being middle of the road 
I, th- I think if you if he can still wrestle like he used to, and you give him again, if you're running the company, you give him a bit more reign, utilize him more than he can be above average. So I'd go above average. Well, two votes for that. Um... Um, what about if we've done like Gallus? Let's do Imperium. We've, right, already got, uh, we've already got Alexander Wolf up there. Walter's, we all, Walter's above Eichner and Bartel. Yeah, he's a main event guy. I don't know if I'd go full main event. I think I'd go above average for Walter. I think I think I think Walter's presence makes him a main eventer. He just he's just someone you look at and just think, yeah, this dude knows like this guy should be in the main events. I mean, like Tony, it's your right to be wrong, but Walter is a main event. <laughs> Two votes for main event. And, uh, and I think I think both Bartel and Ike could both fit into they're either middle of the road or they're above average. I'd go above average actually. I'm I'm digging quite a bit of them. But if I had yeah. to split them by any chance, I'd go Bartel above average, Eichner middle of the road. There's something yeah, about I, Bartel that I kinda go the more and more that I see him, I'm like, this guy kinda gets it in a weird way. Like It's that Alex Wright vibes you're getting from me, isn't it? <laughs> so I like where you guys- where are you guys leaning between them? I I think like I think they're pretty similar. I think I think I think Bartel has more character and personality. I think Eichner's the better wrestler of the two of them, but they're both really really good. So I would I would say I'd say I put them on the same one, but I don't know which one. I, I at the moment I go middle of the road. What do you think, Rob? Middle yeah. of the road or above average? Middle of the road. All right, let's put them there. It's tight though. I think they could be moved up. So we have one more till we get down to three. Um, well, there's, there's some big names we haven't discussed yet, but I kind of want to leave some of the big ones to the end of it. Let's toss Titus. He's drizzling shits for Jobber, right? He's not drizzling whoa, shits. Whoa, you, can't put Titus, you can't put Titus in the drizzling shits. But he's tell, Jobber, me, yes. tell me a good Titus O'Neil match. I don't care about his matches. It's just a yeah. personality. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I can't name you a single great... Um, I can't a good Otis Yeah, I can't name a great Otis match or a great... Uh, Jobber then? Yeah, I'll take it. He, like, he can't be above Jobber. <laughs> no, but, the no, dude but, trips like, to the I ring and stuff. Like, you know, I think that's a fair position for him. What about uh, Kushida? I like Kushida. I don't love Kushida. I think I'd go maybe above average, maybe middle of the road. From what I know of Kushida, he's I'd put him above average, but it's the the idea of like running WWE would is it, like is he. On par with Akira Tzadow, or is he better than Akira Tzadow? Yeah, maybe I'd go middle of the road. Again, I don't want to compare with like the two Japanese guys, but it's like it's him. There's people like him. There's Akira Tzadow, or there's Jade Catalyst. They're all on pretty similar level. Scott, like, they're good Ziggler, yeah, Kalisto. Like, they're good cruiserweight guys. Yeah, yeah, they're good cruiserweight guys. Um, so see some other names. Let's should we throw out a big one. Let's put Seth Rollins somewhere. Mm, Seth main event. It's Seth's main event, right? I wouldn't put in go, but I'd put in main. Mm, yeah, I'd, I'd go main event. I'm not really digging a lot of the things that he does all the time, but I'd go main event. Yeah, I think I think he's someone you could definitely carry as like the world champion at some point. Absolutely. Or he has done. Uh, Let's go Drake and uh, Gibson. Gibson's above average. I think Drake's... I don't know if he's below par, but he's, he's definitely no higher in the middle of the road. I'd kind of go Gibson, middle of the road, Drake, Drake below, par. below par or middle of the road. I'd say Gibson's above average. I think Gibson's he's, talking ability pushes him. He's got people taking their shoes off. Like, I wouldn't put Gibson in the same range as these guys, though. 
that, that's that's fair. So maybe okay. So, but I think that Drake needs to be a step lower than Gibson just because he doesn't have the, him out that the, way. the force of personality that Gibson has. Um, see some other. I'm trying to see if there's other. Uh, Morrison and Miz. Main event. I'd I'd be more willing to put Miz main event and Morrison above average though. See, I'd be more willing to see the other way around. I think they're both main event. There you go. I think, events, I, I think the Morrison now in 2020 is more positioned to be a main event than he was a couple of years ago. Right, I, still don't, I, I still don't know. I don't like the Miz being main event. I know he's you don't good, like him. <laughs> oh, no, it's all because okay, so, no, he's not good enough in the ring to be main event. Yeah, but personality goes a long way. I know he's there, but, you know. Because like... to me, I think uh, if you're going to go that uh, he's not as good in the ring, I go, well, Balor doesn't have the personality. Balor can't cut promos. The way that he thinks I think, he can. Uh, that's 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 just categorically not true. Yeah, I mean, now is where we get into the subjective dance of this. We'll leave him there for now. But I like I would I would fight basically everybody who's could probably get out main eventer in the Miz would be the one that would end up going down for me. Like seeing like Alistair Black sitting in above average and Miz in main event just makes me a little bit annoyed. <laughs> Uh, we still have a whole bunch of these left, but really yeah. quickly for anybody who's uh, paying attention and stuff, just some plugs to toss out there. Dude, while we still I'm... have so many people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash moment. if you want us to do more of these. There you go. Membership level stuff. Break that down. Dark cast things. We probably wouldn't do a tier list on, uh, as a dark cast, but you know, pick your poison tier. If you want to make sure that we do this, that's kind of the whole point. You get to specify what you want us to do. Donate. And I then, think you want to be in the Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? I think I think, you do. I think I think everybody wants to be in the Hall of Fame. I think that's so. But even if you just want to lend a hand with a dollar a month, that is greatly, greatly appreciated. So go ahead and check that out. Do the same thing for Fanboys Anonymous. Look at that. Same tiers. I'm very uh I'm very standardized when it comes to it. No, yes. Join the Fanboys fan club. Uh join the Sparks Club, like that kind of thing. So yeah, show some support for fanboysanonymous.com. That's the site. Culture topics, movies, TV shows, comic books, the things that are listed on these kind of things like that. I so, want to make Tony watch all of Batwoman and then uh, you, like I said, pick your poison. If you want me to watch Batwoman, go ahead. I mean, I'm it. not going to give you 50 bucks to do it, but I, I want you to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, donate to the Patreon if you got the spare change and you want to help out quite a bit. Um, let's toss some lower people out here. Mark Andrews, not a big fan. I say below par. Same with uh, Flash Morgan Webster. Uh, that's fine. I think he's good in the ring, but again, probably not any higher than that. Uh, let's bang some out here. Cedric Alexander, middle of the road. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Dexter Loomis, middle Dexter, of the road. Dexter Loomis is... He's got like potential. Paul. I, I, I would agree with that. If... I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of, like, shitty Undertaker. I think he's got potential to go above average, but right now I'd put him in the middle of the road. Where are you guys feeling again? I like Paul. Yeah. Boo. I'd I'd boo I'd bump you and I'd bump uh Damian Priest up, just for the record, if anybody's clicking on this. Joseph Connors, we can put him to jobber drizzling shits, right? Jobber. Yeah, I've seen enough of him to know that he can do good stuff, so I wouldn't put him in the drizzling shits. We haven't put many in the drizzling shits, which probably like a good fake rib. I'm trying to look at anyone who anyone like the remaining ones that would really fit into the drizzling shits is probably just gender. 
I wouldn't put gender in wrestling shits. I don't think that well, anybody no, that's the only one that I'd, I'd potentially put in there. Out Travis Banks, I'd put below par. He's, he yeah, can do he's, some good stuff, but he's nothing all that special. Yeah, he's not got a lot of trap. Where would you put gender then? I would say he's no higher than the middle of the road. Yeah, I'd go middle of the road for gender. I uh, would say... Uh, I'd go middle of the road because I don't want to put him in above average. He's still gender. Yeah, middle of the road so, for them. Uh, three, three. I'd put... If we're going to go with like not even just the mustache mountain collective, but go with the um the free the the free big Brits that are left in it. I think Trent Seven is middle of the road because I think he's too good as a wrestler to put as a blow par or anything like that. But both Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne could either be above average or main event really. I'd go Seven's below par. I think he's be- he's better in the ring than most of the people that are- he's surrounded with in the blow par one. I I like uh, to me Flash Morgan Webster. I'd- See a match of his, just the same. Carrillo, just the same. There's nothing that stands out to me about Trent Seven. His best matches are when he's with Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate carries half of that. Well, well both Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne are at least above average. Oh, yeah. Oh, Pete Dunne, arguably, could be a winner. I'd go more above average for Pete Dunne. I think Tyler Bate has more potential than Pete Dunne. I, I can't say that right now. They're both at least, but let's leave them both in above average. Above average both, for those two. There. They're both at least there. And um, I, I'd argue seven's below par, not even middle of the road. I would much rather watch so many of these people than Trend Seven. Okay, so for the record, I'd bump Trend Seven up and I'd take Damian Priest down. So, <laughs> where are you standing on seven, Rob? Um, he's middle of the road. I haven't seen anything that was ever like a bad match from him. Yeah, two votes for that. One vote. I'd bump you down. Sorry. <laughs> uh, All right. Mansoor. Hold on. Oh, hold on. Why is Mansoor here? Like, he's not up. bad, but... We don't know anything about him other than he wins in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd go below par for right now. Yeah. For the time being. Uh, what about uh, Shelton Benjamin? Shelton, I'd go above... Uh, wait. Middle of the road. Middle of the road. That's where... If it was my company, yeah, I'd probably still put him middle of the road. I don't think he's quite above average yet. If it was my company 10 years ago, he'd be the main He'd be the main event. Uh, big fan of Shelton, but right now, he's middle of the road. Let's yeah. go Orton. Let's take a big gun out. Ooh. Main eventer. Goat. He's where are we going? I think now he's main event. I don't. Think, uh, I don't. I, I, I've. I've never thought of Orton that you can build a company around Orton. If we weren't so long in the tooth here, I'd fight you a little bit. But well, I. I could potentially put him in goat. If you're thinking goat, Rob, then I'd give you that second vote. I. I am thinking goat. I think Randy Orton is the heel you build the company around. All right. Well, again, we may adjust things, but there's two for goat t- uh, type status. Um, Ray Boss. Middle of the road, below par. What the fuck? That's a, mm, it's hard to tell, really. Cause he's loaded with potential, but all we've ever seen him do is pin Mojo Raleigh and get pinned while running in his neighborhood. Uh, I'd say he comes across as very like a diamond dozen kind of guy. So I think he's below par. I know okay. it's like middle of the road should be like the average, but I think he's below that really. Um, uh, Matt Riddle, above average. Main event, I think. One of these two for me, like because I, I again I can't just see him like the Miz above this a guy like Matt Riddle. Uh, you know what? You know I'll give him that though. You know, I don't want to see the Miz above Matt Riddle. 
Alrighty. Uh, Gentleman Jack Gallagher, I feel, has gone way down. I put him below par at this point. Yeah. Yeah, just, he, he, his current character just doesn't I'd do put anything for me. I'd put Brazango in the middle of the road. Fandango and Breeze? Yeah. Middle of the road? I can see that, yeah. Yeah, I think I think they're both middle of the road right now. Fun tag team and stuff, but... Dijakovic. Main event. I'd, I'd go... Above average for right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I just don't think he has the weight of personality or the promo skills to be main event. But he's definitely above average. Because to me, I put him like with an Alistair Black, where it's like, all right, you're gonna build around this dude, but I kind of look at this range as like they've already reached that level in some ways. So I, I'd, I'd go here, but it's like, I mean, you could eventually throw that guy up in main eventer. Uh, let's see some other ones. Uh, Drew Gulak. Uh, Gulak, I'd go above average. Yeah, I think I think he's proven that he could be above average. He's got a lot of personality. He's got more personality than a lot of the people that were in the original Cruiserweight division. Solid, Actually, solid Cru- mid-carder and stuff too. Yeah. Also, speaking of Cruiserweights, we've got the Brian Kendrick there as well. I mean, like, if this is my company, I'd do everything I could to get him into a main event picture. But middle of the road. Brian yeah, Kendrick? Uh, yeah, yeah, middle of the road. Guy. Uh, see what else we've got left. Let's let's get through some some of the um, either UK or just cruiserweight sort of guys. But we've got like so we've got John Devlin there. I mean, he has to be below Finn Balor. Well, yeah, uh, like mini Finn Balor. I go I go middle of the road. Yeah, he's on par with Scott Tozawa. Those kind of guys. Maybe I I kind of feel like he's above average, but but we can leave middle of the road for now. I haven't seen anything from Devlin that makes me go. I need to. Rewatch that match. Like Kyle O'Reilly's a better performer to me. Well, that's true, but I love Kyle O'Reilly, so I was I would always say that. No, that's not uh, a slight to Kyle O'Reilly. That's just proof that Kyle O'Reilly's better. Right. <laughs> no, I love no, I love Kyle O'Reilly. I was saying like keep Kyle O'Reilly. I, if it was my choice, I'd make him my goat, and I'd have him as champion for the entire year. But you know, <laughs> um, we yeah, have weird weird range of some stuff going on here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thatcher, where is Thatcher? Next to Chopper. Aha. Thatcher to me, middle of the road for right now. About average. Uh, middle of the road. I need to see more still. Yeah. Shorty G, below par. No, he's, it's my company. Chad Gable's. I, I was, okay, all right. If but if we're doing the my company thing, then he's a main eventer. I'd go yeah, middle of the road. Above average. He's too good. He's got all too right. much. I'll, I'll I'll concede to above average. I just I hate the shorty G gimmick. Well, well yeah, do you want to? You were going below par. I was going middle of the road, and Callum was going above average. It kind of balances out to middle of the road. But if you do, you want to bump him up two spots, Rob? I'll bump him up. I'll put him in the same category as Corbin, where it's like if I could get the stupidity off of him, and it was my company, uh, he'd be doing great things. Yeah, because just like if he's my company, he's Kurt Angle in my company. Great in-ring performer can't really cut a whole lot of promos. He's great. Really he's got he's got a lot of personality. Like you look at the American Alpha stuff, he just hasn't been used properly. He's really well in capable, Babbitt. Like Samoa Joe, I'm going main event. Yeah, if he can wrestle still, then yeah, he's definitely main. I event. hope so. Yeah. Uh, I'm putting. Oh, this is an sure. Velveteen uh, Dream. Main event. I no. Middle of the road. 
two years ago, I would say, yeah, two years ago, I would have said Velveteen Dream main event. Now he's not good enough right. in the ring anymore. He's lost a step. Above average? Above average, I'd say, yeah. He's He's gone from being he like a person that... Yeah, it was like he's gone from a guy that I thought like, yeah, he could be like a world champion multiple times to someone who's like, yeah, probably in the Cornell champion. That's about it, really. Uh, I still think that he's got major, major upsides to him. Oh, we still have Shane Thorne on here. Uh, <laughs> below par, Tony. Yeah, below, below par. He's got some stats. potential, but I'm going to go below par, too. Miller um, Cross, I won't put him any lower in the middle of the road, but perhaps even above average. I'd go above average for right now just by assuming the president there's, there's a lot they could do with him there's a yeah. lot they could do with him and there's a lot that anyone running the wwe could do with him so i think that he's above average he's got just so much presence about him um uh, bobby Roode is an interesting one or robert Roode, however you want to talk because i'm this is not the same robert Roode of middle of the road several years ago so i think it's it's even mm-hmm. middle road or below par really i won't put him below par i just refuse to but he's definitely not who he was Bobby Roode and then and, and, uh, TNA made a better Bobby Roode right oh, yeah. now middle of the road Bobby Roode should have totally jumped right into the world title picture on whatever brand but they just I don't know how they did that I'm, I'm interested about MVP because MVP is like I know obviously he only wrestles sporadically now and he's mainly a manager but he's got I, I, knew, I, I knew he was good on the mic, but he's a lot better on the mic than I ever gave him credit for. As a mouthpiece, he's main event. So, As in-ring, he's middle of the road, so I'll level that out and put him in above average. MVP at his best, main event, but now I can't go as high as main event. I, 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 I'd probably say... I'd know, go middle, middle of the road, road above, above average. average. I'd, I'd say right. middle of the road just because like, if, if he didn't have someone to be the guy that he was guiding, then he wouldn't be... like If he was on his own and just wrestling in the company, he wouldn't be able to probably go like mix it up with the guys in the above average tier. Yeah. There's two for middle of the road. Almost done here as far as not just rearranging some things. Um Gargano. Main eventer? Main event. Yeah, main event. Tommaso Ciampa, main event? Yo yeah. Yeah, yeah, main event as well. He's, he's shown a lot more because uh, I originally said that if he's out of the two of them then Gargano's the main event, but yeah, he's shown a lot more recently. But if you told me to put one down, I put Champa and above. I mean, I put Gargano on above average because Champa has shown verbal chops in the microphone. Uh, let's see, Roman. Roman's a. At least to say that if you use him correctly, Roman is a go. Roman is a franchise player. He's someone absolutely. Let's go to him. And we got Murphy. He is very good. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't main event him, but I'd I'd go go above above average. average. Yeah, I'd go about average, but I think he's got a lot more than what they have used him for, which is just a lackey to Seth Rollins. And we got Ali, Noam Dar, and Ricochet. Who do we go with next? Why did we save those three for last? <laughs> just randomly come uh, out that way. So, no so Noam, I'd actually Noam put them all on the same part uh, on the same uh, range. I'd put them all middle at either road. above average or middle of the road, but I, I'd lean more towards above average for all three of them. I'd say Dar is the middle of the road out of three of them. He I just, would agree. Because it's just a like a size thing, and also he's just his his accent isn't like wouldn't really endear himself to a, a WWE audience. I don't think. Uh, but put uh, Ricochet above average. Ali, Ali, Ali's an interesting one because I think that he's someone because of just the strength of his like positive personality is someone that you could put in the main event and someone they'd really get behind. 
and Ricochet should really be a main eventer, considering his skill set. But I think that I think considering the like the personalities, a lot of people on top. I think I think they're both really fitting up above average right now. Someone you could build up really, but maybe not yet. Just main event. All right. Well, then that's uh, that's this for this shot. So who are we moving around? Uh, hmm. I just want to say. So there's not many people that I wanted like super. Yeah, there's um, not a lot that I would really. Shift. It is, it's, a, yeah, it's a lot of people. But like, uh, if we looked like the, at the at the very top, like these um the goats and stuff. I think the is is there anyone in the main event that really screams like they could move up to the goat tier? But the the ones that like for me out of these ones are either Keith Lee and Adam Cole probably. Those two would probably be the closest that I would bump up. Maybe Drew McIntyre, but I I would lean more towards keeping him in main event. Yeah, McIntyre has been doing a better job as champion than I thought that he would, to be honest. And he's working against some really shitty circumstances. I, for yeah, being I, I in just, a really shitty circumstance, McIntyre is doing better, but I yeah, still they, they wouldn't. Him brilliantly. Like I wouldn't go like, okay, well, you know, like if we were doing the mock draft again, it wouldn't be like, okay, we go Styles and Brian and Owens, and I wouldn't be like, okay, McIntyre is my number four, like that kind of thing. I just feel like out of these ones, you just, just like if you just didn't know anything about them, you just saw them all perform. Just think, someone with Keith Lee's athletic ability, his charisma, his build, his size, all that other stuff. Just like, how could you look at someone like Keith Lee and say, "I couldn't make a, I couldn't make him my world champion. It wouldn't go anywhere." If you knew what you were doing, Keith Lee would be a megastar. Keith if Lee to me looking... is above Walter, so I'd be totally oh, yeah, fine so. with that. Like, as I look at the main eventers, I'd put Cole. I'd build around Cole. I could see that happening. I could build around Keith Lee, and I could build around Walter. Yeah, but if it's if if it's like you could only put one out of the three, then I'd go Keith Lee. If you put two, then I'd go Lee and Cole. If you could only put one, I'd also say Keith Lee. That would be three of us then. So let's bump them up. Why not? Yeah, we can we can have eight there. I think that's fine. I think eight is a good level for that. That's a hell of a list, guys. Uh, on, how do you feel about uh, Miz going into uh, above? <laughs> I think Miz is still main eventer. He's he's not as good in the ring as some things, of course, but I feel like he may, more than makes up for it with just how dedicated he is, how great of a talker he is, how energetic he is, how long he's been in the company for all this time. He could have easily left. So it's somebody that you really consider a valuable guy. In the above average. Because I'm looking at it, and we have Dolph in the middle of the road. Miz is just a little bit more charismatic than Dolph, but they had the same circumstances of like been there forever. I'd reached bump a up plateau. Dolph. What about you, Calm? Would you bump up Dolph? No. <laughs> Top you, Rob. He, he's lucky. He's lucky. He's getting middle of the road with me. Uh, if you if you vote you put, uh, to bump up Dolph, then it'll be two for above average. I'm not. I don't. You're, think... you're saying you're saying the Miz is ahead of Dolph. So you can't move Dolph and keep them. I'm saying Miz is ahead of Dolph. But I'm saying I think I'd look around at the surroundings and I would put both Miz and Morrison in above average. I think uh, think it's probably not like the most like crucial thing to be arguing over. So (laughs) I'm fine. I'm fine with him being like leaving him there for now. But it's just a case like if it was my personal list then he wouldn't be that high up. But we're trying to be a bit more consensus driven. 
I look at this as a combo of what has WWE done, what's their legacy, and what would I do? What would so, I do? Yeah. So, like, to me, like, I mean, Aleister Black, great. Like, I'd try to build him up a hell of a lot more. But somebody like um, like Bray Wyatt, I'm like, you know, you've had more than enough chances. At this point, you're fucking above average. Like, that kind of thing. Like, so. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, I think it's a good Walter mix. Walter above most, average. That kind yeah, of thing. I think most people, like, there's, there's like, obviously, like, there's a few tweets we could make if we had, like, an infinite amount of time. But I think we're, like, in the time that we've dedicated to this, I think this is a good structure to have. But and I think going forward, because I, I like the idea of doing like tier lists more going forward, and but I think going forward we'll have a bit more of a finite number of people and build it around a theme rather than just. But so we have to start with the big, yeah. have to start with big one. Like greatest wrestlers of all time <laughs> in general. Yeah, I'll just, with I'll, hundreds I'll, I'll and just, hundreds I'll, on the list. I'll just get building like the the thousands upon thousands of wrestlers uh, in there. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think we should all quit our jobs and just dedicate our lives. to <laughs> To, to one single tier list. <laughs> and then people will just be, hang on, you missed uh, Nick Volkwinkel. God, guys, that's uh, terrible. Okay. Well, I'm not going to read off everybody like I did in the women's division one because would, that would just take forever. Uh, I would watch it. It's, it's a great list. I want to definitely do more. This was a lot of fun. But yeah, I agree with Callum. The next ones will have a more concise theme. Well, that just completely undid that. <laughs> I mean, I'm clicking on well, this. Let me what see if that. Oh, okay, that's okay. good. <laughs> For future <laughs> reference, if you swatch it over to the other thing, it doesn't really change it. So, yeah, this is our. Tony's never used a computer before, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never, I never bothered to do quadrant view on this. I don't know. That didn't look like that was all no, that good. No, it's, it's just, quadrant view is like a um, if you were to do like if you would set it's it's one of those things where. I don't know if you put like hard and soft and different ends and then large and small different ends and you'd fit people into those categories. So maybe we could have one like if we do, do something like wrestling ability and promo skills and good and bad either side of it, then we could fit people into that going forward. That's a different approach you can take to it. Well, this looks like this is pretty much our list. So hopefully you guys right, yeah, uh, enjoyed that. Yeah, drop a comment below. Tell us where you would rank certain people, how you uh, want to argue for certain people to go up or down on the list, or any of that kind of stuff. And um, what would you like to see for future tier lists, too? You know, if we have this all sorted out, and if this, like, the recording method that I've tried works out well, and if it doesn't take, you know, six days to process the video and everything like that, because we're recording this uh, in the afternoon on Wednesday. We'll see when it ends up. I want to do one of these for Mania, for sure. Like, best manias or ranking the manias by tier list i would totally not be able to do it because i would well, just feel callum like... would have to do that because i'm sure callum has seen all i've not watched all the manias so i wouldn't be able to do that right. <laughs> I, I would never go back and watch them but i've seen all of them enough times to know which ones are good and which ones i'd be able to do one about like um like wwe champions or whatever but try and fit it with or like some sort of champions but fit it within a level that we're all fairly familiar with rob and because it's hard to really say like oh how great a champion was even so Koloff or something you heard it here first folks uh tier list ranking european champions coming to smart <laughs> <laughs> there's options so we could do the the belt things like uh you know your favorite belt designs we could do different champions we could just screw the voting and do champs giving via tier list <laughs> at that point, yeah. So there's options. Uh, you know, stay tuned, see what happens. 
And I don't know what our next thing is that we're going to do. It, it might be... No, it's not going to be the uh, the mailbag. Uh, quarter three mailbag is coming up soon. It's the beginning of the July section somewhere. But I do think that we have kind of a blank week for next week. So I, I don't think we're going to do a tier list again. But hey, if you guys love this, then maybe we will. Maybe we'll do some just podcast things. Maybe we'll do something specific. I don't really know. But toss your suggestions in the comments below. Hit that like button, follow us all over the place, follow what I mentioned before, but also follow what these guys have going on. Rob's at Dude Felice on Twitter, and Callum is at Wigmeister14. Uh, they've got some other things that they can plug, though. Callum? Yes, so I've got the Twitter out of the way, so I can talk you talk to you about uh, following, not, not following, but checking out all the articles on smartcomoment.com, including the power rankings, but check out all the other ones as well. And then starting from this Saturday, you'll be, be able to listen to the very first edition or episode zero of our new Paul Heyman Smackdown podcast. Obviously a little bit out of date considering that Paul Heyman is no longer yeah. in the company <laughs> anymore, but hopefully you enjoy it anyway. It's when me and Rob go back in time, similar to the 2001 series, but this time we're going to 2002-2003 era Smackdown, reviewing all the episodes. And it's going to be a lot of fun, so we hope you join us on Saturday to listen to that one. Yes, and if you uh, if you just love that, you can donate to the Dark Cast here, and we'll rank Triple H's Reign of Terror. I'll make Callum sit through that. Um, yeah, outside of all the other stuff Tony mentioned, you can check out Fightful and Fightful Select and WrestleZone.com. That's where I am most of my days. And I want to thank you for going on this journey with us. Thank Tell you, me. everybody, for following us, following all the things that we're doing on the podcast stuff for Smart Cut Moment, for Fanboys Anonymous, all the website material that are on these sites as well. And if you are heading over to smartcutmoment.com and you are following all the other things that we've got on the site, that isn't just podcast related because we've got, you know, the weekly types of things and we got uh, pay-per-view predictions and everything else like that. We also have the Sexiest Superstars Tournament going on right now, qualifying round two. And we're going to move along with that. Of course, Extreme Rules is coming up in a couple weeks, so we're going to get to that. Fighter Fest, it's not really a pay-per-view, but that's happening, so just browse the website. We could do a review me and you of a Fighter Fest, you know? We might be doing something like that. Uh, I might be having things up on Bleach Report and wrestling news. And, you know, just kind of start clicking around. Check out the merchandise shops, Public and Redbubble for Fanboys Anonymous and for Smart Count Moment and for A Mango Tees. And... Just start doing all these, following things, liking things. Look at all these platforms. And uh, I mean, really, Tony, you. how many platforms are you on? Lots of platforms. It's so much stacked up that I'm a thousand feet tall. <laughs> so, yeah, that's your tier list, everybody. Thank you for listening to this, and we will see you next time. But for now, this has been another Smart Cat Moment, and we're being counted out.